0: the blaze radio network on demand (laughs) pat gray is here on the blaze radio network triple eight nine hundred
1: thirty three ninety three is pat gray Thanks for being here with us. I thought you weren't gonna be here today. Yeah, I wasn't gonna be but my appointment isn't until uh two. Oh look at you. So I thought, well, I can do two thirds of the show. I can be here till one and then make still make it to my fun, fun appointment later on today. <laughs> yeah. Where without anesthesia, apparently. Oh, no, honey. Uh they're gonna they're gonna pull the remaining stint out of one of my kidneys. And uh <sighs> they don't make an incision in your body for that, right? so <laughs>
2: So how are you going to keep your mind on the show today? I don't know. Uh,
1: you're making it difficult by bringing it up every five minutes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Uh, 888-933-93. Maybe somebody's had this procedure done without anesthesia before and can comfort me. that it, Ah, pff, it's no big deal. You don't even feel it. It's, uh, I mean, you don't even know what happened.
2: Do you want to hear from them if it went the other way? Yeah, I don't know
1: well I just I should probably be prepared for the truth yeah so whichever
2: you can't handle
1: uh I'm not sure uh we'll see 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. also at Pat Unleashed uh John McCain has a book coming out he's of course um terminally ill he said he doesn't know how much time he actually has but he already had surgery to remove a tum- tumor in his head um and, and so, apparently in this upcoming book, he talks about how he now regrets picking Sarah Palin as his running mate in 2008. New York Times reported Saturday that McCain, while still defending Palin's performance, said in his new book, The Restless Way of Good Times Just Causes, Great Fights and Other Appreciations, that he wishes he'd instead selected former Senator Joseph Lieberman. <laughs> while Joe Lieberman was... Probably the best Democrat in the country for some time, the most reasonable, the most moderate. Yeah, he really got tainted by running with Al Gore
3: mm-hmm.
1: in uh, two thousand, and he, he's he's pro-choice, he's pro-abortion. Uh, I what kind of a what kind of a decision would that have been? You're running with this supposed independent who's actually a Democrat in Joe Lieberman. And you've got this other moderate slash liberal Republican running. What a terrible ticket that would have been. I mean, it was bad enough as it was. His advisors reportedly warned him, apparently, against choosing Lieberman, which was smart. They they said Lieberman's support of abortion could divide Republicans. You think? In a new HBO documentary... McCain goes on to say that not choosing Lieberman was another mistake he made in his political career. Lieberman told the Times he didn't know McCain felt that way. It touched me greatly, he said. Uh, The Times reported that Lieberman recently visited McCain, who's 81 now, at his ranch in Arizona where he's recovering. Um, Recently released excerpts from McCain's upcoming memoir indicate he doesn't know how much time he has left. Uh, And in the memoir, he does, in fact, even though it's not necessarily a big uh, political book, he takes shots at President Trump. Writes that the president seems to care more about the appearance of toughness than American values. Uh, All of this is going to come out on May 22nd, so a couple of weeks from now, I think two weeks from tomorrow. So uh, John McCain still out there swinging. You know, initially, I think we all believed Sarah Palin was a pretty good choice. Yeah. However, as time went on, (laughs) uh, I don't know how many people still think Sarah Palin was a good choice. We really liked her at first. Yeah. And we're seemingly on the same page at first. Something happened somewhere along the way where she turned on us. And, um, I mean, we have our suspicions. There There were people trying to... Keep uh, the two camps apart, Palin team, Glenn's team, and uh, it worked. It just, I guess it worked. There was a time when there were whispers around the Fox News halls that, uh, that seemed to stoke the fires of discontent between us and other conservatives, and especially Sarah Palin. And uh, Sean Hannity and Mark Levin, and obviously Glenn reached out and fixed those, and then came Donald Trump. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, <there laughs> so,
1: you go. and maybe a little backslide. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, it's been interesting to watch Sarah Palin over the years. Yeah. Uh, strange, yeah. I mean, she- really weird. She left uh, the
2: governor's office prematurely, mm-hmm. just saying, you know, hey, it's just too much of a distraction how I'm always attacked and stuff. And yeah. Well, I mean, you ended up on reality shows, and that's uh, not distracting?
1: Right. I, yes. I just, right. Well, well, and it makes you seem
2: less serious, doesn't mm-hmm. it, as a political
1: yeah. candidate? Yeah. When you're doing reality shows? Of course, no. we got a president of the United States who came from reality shows. It did work so. out for somebody. <laughs> now that yeah. I think of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Good point. Ah. But just a, just a note to McCain. Uh, Uh, I'm sorry for your health issues, and I really hope that a miracle happens for you, sir. But um, as much as you regret Sarah Palin in 2008, I think the Republican Party in hindsight regrets you big time. We had much better choices. They Um, used
1: dead last then, too. Remember? At the beginning? He was dead last for a while.
2: And then shot to the top. I will never forget. I was living in Charleston, South Carolina at the time, and it was was, uh, Labor Day... It was uh, it was Labor Day, I think. It might have been Veterans Day, but I think it was actually Labor Day of 2007. And he spoke outdoors. I remember in the in the local news did this shot of candidate McCain speaking, and there were Pat seriously. He was speaking maybe two dozen people in this field that could have fit thousands. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, good, good, mm-hmm. no traction here, wonderful. And then, and I don't know if they're connected. But that lady got killed, got assassinated over in uh, Pakistan, and all of a sudden, it was back to being important to have national security, and we've got to be tough. And I, I don't know if the two are connected, but right then, McCain's poll number started shooting up, and it was no holds barred until Barack Obama came along. Anyway.
1: It's been a while since we've chosen the right candidate, yep. as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh, Stephen Missouri's had this procedure. Steve, you're going to speak comfort to me.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, I had it done about 18, 19 years ago. Okay. It doesn't hurt.
1: Really? It
4: just you just have this strong urge to urinate as they're pulling it out. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's <laughs> a little,
1: maybe TMO, but uh, yeah. thank you for that. So y- you weren't in any pain? It wasn't. Extru- How long does it take? He said it's pretty quick.
4: Oh, yeah, just yeah. Uh, less than a minute. Oh, wow. Whoa. minute minute or two, yeah. It, okay. It's, uh, see, my, I had to have mine done because I had a, a stone get stuck. Okay. And, man, I was in pain. They oh, were I believe it. And uh, they never did find it. Really? I, I passed it somehow. Yeah, I oh. don't know how I passed it without <laughs> knowing it. <laughs> but uh, they put a stent in there, and it was Terrible. I tried going to work after I got out of the hospital, and every ten minutes it seemed like
1: uh, I. Yep.
4: <laughs> yep. Comes out hardly.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh it's miserable. Appreciate the call. I calls. had to
4: leave work. I had to leave work. You know. Yeah. And uh, but when they like <laughs> the, when they take it out, it uh it doesn't hurt.
2: It okay. Just, cool. So uh, hold on, Steve. Quick question for you. I just want to make sure I'm not confusing two different experiences you have. Um. Not to put Pat uh, on the spot, but to put Pat on the spot. Should we expect him at work tomorrow? Yeah. No. Oh,
1: yeah. All right. Cool. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I mean. All it, right. That's it, where my it, head was they, at. So.
4: There's, there's nothing. It's, they just stick uh, something up,
1: up there. Up mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Him mm-hmm. And pull mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> All right. Steve's full of information. Well, oh yeah, and he's
2: he's very welcome wonderful. to
1: Med Talk. <laughs> Every Monday here on the Blaze, it's medical talk. With Pat, and Keith, and Steve from Missouri.
2: Go with your questions. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you.
1: Uh, it's a, to, to get a, uh, a kidney stone stuck, gotta be, I mean, so painful. When, the first time I went in with that, they were giving me morphine, which didn't even touch it. it, it they wound up giving me like 100 milligrams or gallons or whatever it is of fentanyl. Which is pretty powerful stuff mm-hmm. to try to take the edge off. Just not a pleasant uh, experience. Not fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We were talking about the uh, the release of McCain's book and candidates like Sarah Palin uh, and how, in hindsight, maybe there would have been somebody better. I don't know. I I, st- I think Sarah still has a lot a lot of fans. A lot of people who. Uh, like and respect her, and we certainly respect her still, but it's it's just uh, it's different than it certainly was in the beginning. Um, but there's two at least two big primaries tomorrow. one of them's in West Virginia, where three Republicans are running for the Republican nomination for u s Senate. there's a, a couple of mainstream Republicans, and then there's the guy we talked about last week, Bob Blankenship. Bob is uh, an interesting cat. <laughs> Here's uh, his his commercial, which seemingly worked pretty well in West Virginia. Hi, I'm Don Blankenship, candidate for U.S.
4: Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created Swamp millions of mid- jobs for China people. For While China doing people. so, Mitch has gotten rich. Mm-hmm. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Family. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. West Virginia people. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch Cocaine Mitch for the (laughs) sake of the
3: kids. (laughs) That
1: just makes me laugh every time. What a strange ad that is. I know. Maybe it resonated in West Virginia. I'd love to hear from uh, people who are watching this closely that live in West Virginia. Yeah. Fascinating. Primaries tomorrow include West Virginia, North Carolina, and Ohio. Some some pretty big ones. Well, after that ad, and I don't know if it's because of that ad, Don Blankenship shot to the top of the polls. He <laughs> went from third to first over the weekend. He now leads the race according to an opposition candidate.
2: That's interesting.
1: That is Amazing. Now, they may be saying that just to gin up their own support and get people thinking, oh, my gosh, my guy's going to lose if I don't get to the polls. No
2: reverse psychology.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, But Don Jr. tweeted, hey, don't, uh, don't, please don't elect this guy. Reject Blankenship. He said, no more fumbles like Alabama. We need to win in November. And then the president himself also came out. Against Don Blankenship, I don't know if he's if he actually endorsed anybody, but I think he's basically against Don Blankenship.
2: Uh, let's see. I think he did say somebody. What are the names? Because I, I saw his tweet this morning. He did actually. Uh, the other said, guy. He, he's, uh,
1: yeah, the other guys are.
2: Because the way he way he tweeted this morning was, "Hey, don't 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 screw up the way you did with uh, in Alabama with Roy Moore. Right,
1: right, right. We um, can't afford that. Representative Evan Jenkins." And state attorney general Patrick Morrissey. I
2: think it was, either one of
1: those ring a bell. Did he
2: endorse Morrissey? Yeah, maybe let's see. to the great people of West Virginia. President Trump says this morning we have together a really great chance to keep making a big difference. Problem is, Don Blankenship currently running for Senate can't win the general election in your state. No way. Remember Alabama? Vote Representative Jenkins or AG Morrissey. Uh, so he so he's like endorse anybody, pick anybody uh. but this guy. Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, 888-900-3393. Spring is here, and so is pollen. It's back. And this time, it's pissed off. <laughs> Which is why your allergies are being aggravated. Uh, and it doesn't help just staying inside your house, because the air inside can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside. But not if you replace your HVAC filters with FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com is America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They carry... Over 600 different sizes. They have something that's going to fit your your unit. And if they don't have something, if you've got some kind of unusual size, they'll custom make one just for you. They ship everything for free, free shipping within 24 hours. And everything's manufactured right here in the United States of America. Plus, you'll save 5% if you just set up auto delivery. That way you can forget about worrying about when it's time to change your filters again. They just show up at your doorstep and you've already saved money and paid for them. Save money, save time, and breathe better in your home with FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. And send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We've had some people that have been through this procedure that I'm about to endure uh, in a couple hours. Uh, and Andrew in Ohio has had a strange experience with it, apparently. Uh, hey, Andrew, hey
4: guys, hi, you there? Yep, hey, how you doing? Good. So, basically, yeah, I've had uh, quite a few kidney stones in my time, unfortunately, and usually. You go back in for a second procedure. They would put me out uh-huh. and remove the stint.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Uh, the most recent time I woke up from surgery and there was a string attached to my leg with tape. And the doctor informed me that I was to remove the stint a week from now myself. Oh, my God. Why? Oh boy. I have no idea. <laughs> I, w- I was. That's, very upset but what do you
1: do at the time you know that's it's a little late bizarre you say uh no
2: <laughs> what am i paying um, you for man yeah <laughs>
1: come on where was he afraid that your kidney wasn't going to stay open or whatever because that's what the stints are for right is to keep that right open to and maybe they were falling af- and stuff yeah. from
4: blocking off the kidney again Yeah. oh yeah. uh, you know so the pain itself was not actually that bad but to mentally prepare yourself to oh, do I that, can, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, almost
4: impossible to
1: do it. Your so a week later, you did it. You just pulled it out. I did. Oh my gosh, I did. And and just like the uh,
4: earlier gentleman described, you
1: feel like you got to pee for a, a mm. long time, but
3: yeah.
2: Other than that, it's not that bad. It's <laughs> incredible.
1: All right, appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> That's please, incredible.
2: Pat, be careful. I don't want your yeah. brain going into this procedure too confident. And no, then, I, you know, please, I'm not going to be. <laughs>
1: and then, there is no way to be overly confident yeah. going into this thing.
2: Uh,
3: okay.
1: Uh, strange situation that we're finding out about <clears throat> with uh, former Secretary of State John Kerry. He is uh, apparently making a bid to save one of his most significant accomplishments, according to the uh, story. As Secretary of State... He uh, went to New York on Sunday afternoon two weeks ago, where more than a year after he left office, he engaged in some unusual shadow diplomacy with a top-ranking Iranian official. Now, is that just unusual shadow diplomacy? Or is this akin to treason? Yeah. You're, You're an unelected official negotiating on behalf of the United States? You don't have any power or authority to do that. He sat down at the U.N. with Foreign Minister Zavad Zarif to discuss ways of preserving the pact limiting Iran's nuclear weapons program. Second time in about two months that the two had met to strategize over salvaging the deal. You know, this, it took Obama and Kerry years to get this done, and it sucked. I mean, to get a terrible deal like this, it took them all kinds of time. <laughs> and the last thing they want is for their work to be undone even though it was terrible, and they know it. With the Iran deal facing its gravest threats since it was signed in 2015, Kerry has been on an aggressive yet stealthy mission to preserve it. Using his deep lists of contacts gleaned during his time as the top U.S. diplomat to try to apply pressure on the Trump administration from the outside. Now, this is at least illegal because of the Logan Act. Trump has consistently criticized the pact. Of course, campaigned in 2016 on getting rid of it, and he faces a May 12th deadline to decide whether to continue abiding by its terms.
2: I don't. I, by the way, I, I don't think it's 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 um, it's fine that you threw out the word treason
1: because by, I don't think that's much of a stretch.
2: By what definition does anybody refer to Iran as anything other than an enemy? And is he not trying to give Aiden comfort to them? And uh, sure,
1: seems like it. you know.
2: I mean, this is a guy who has experience uh, in giving Aiden comfort to enemies. Oh, that's for but sure. I digress. Uh, wow. So absolutely. I mean, the fact that you're doing this behind this the back of of the uh, sitting administration. Mm-hmm. Um. Do, do you remember the stories in, uh, in '84? Carter was over in Russia trying to uh, help. The, I forgot exactly what the deal was, but he was trying to undermine the reelection of Reagan. All right. I th- this is a got to stop. A bloodline that runs deep in democratic circles. Yeah, I don't I don't
1: understand how it's okay. And you've got this buffoon negotiating with absolutely no authority on behalf of the United States. Negotiating with Iran. This could make things so much worse if you're contradicting what our current administration, our current elected officials are saying. And you, a private citizen, really bad. The United States... Uh, uh, Donald Trump tweeted out this morning. The United States does not need John Kerry's possibly illegal shadow diplomacy on the very badly negotiated Iran deal. He was the one that created this mess in the first place. I mean, that's an understatement from President Trump. It should have been much, much stronger than that. You can't undermine the current administration with an enemy. As you mentioned, though, he's done it before. Hmm. When he testified in Congress, 1971 or 72, at the Winter Soldier. Here. They
5: had personally raped,
6: cut off ears. U.S. soldiers. Cut off heads, taped wires from portable telephones to human genitals. and Turned, turned up, up the power.
1: power. Okay, so he, he accuses U.S. soldiers of cutting off people's limbs, cutting off their heads, uh, uh, attaching wires to their genitals. And turning up the power. With no proof. With no proof. Cut off limbs. Cut off limbs. You already up said bodies. That. Blown up bo- that. Blown up bodies. Randomly shot at civilians. Randomly shot at civilians. Raised, Raised villages, villages in a fashion reminiscent of Ginger's cod, shot, shot cattle and dogs for fun. For fun. Poisoned Poison food stocks and, and generally, generally ravaged the countryside, countryside South in South Vietnam. Vietnam. But look at the way the countryside was dressed. Oh, sure. That's understandable. It had it coming. I
2: mean, this man's testimony. Terrible. This guy created an image that the, would last forever in pop culture.
1: The, he helped create yes. the perception that our soldiers were baby killers and were terrorists and were doing all of these torture items to civilians. He got this second and third and fourth hand from people. From People who hadn't even been to Vietnam. Then he went to Congress, and he testified of all those things.
2: And was nearly elected president 20 years later. It's despicable.
1: Despicable. Has this guy not done enough to harm this country? I think so. Now, uh, Rudy Giuliani, the president's attorney, said yesterday that nobody seems to care that former Secretary of State John Kerry is violating the Logan Act by quietly trying to save the Iran deal. It's for sure, um, and apparently uh, Joe Lieberman brought this up.
2: Yeah, I mean, even Lieberman. Weekend. Yeah, even Lieberman's out there saying, "Hey, this this seems like a violation of the uh, Logan Act, and John Kerry needs to stop this right now." Yeah. Um. Do we have that?
3: Mm.
1: We, we have audio of it, right? Not yeah. video. Yeah. Um, we have video though of uh, former White House advisor Sebastian Gorka responding on Fox and Friends about Kerry's meeting with the Iranians. Here's what he said.
5: This is collusion. This is real collusion. I want to know when are FBI agents with guns drawn going to raid his house on Nantucket in Boston, in Georgetown? Because this is the largest state sponsor of terrorism. It still is. Iran is the largest state sponsor. And this man, without any official title,
6: with no mandate, he's not in a transition team. He doesn't work for the U.S.
5: government. He's meeting with the Iranian foreign minister to save this outrage outrageously bad deal uh, i want to i want to see the prosecution for this occur
1: thank you uh why you know why hasn't why hasn't he been charged with illegal activity this could really do damage to the country and uh and a pretty light tweet about it is all we've seen from the president of the united states get tough on this guy crack down this has got to stop you can't have this kind of chaos. You can't, if you don't have order, rule, and a line of authority, uh, you've got absolute chaos. And and again, you don't have a country. 888-900-3393. More Pack Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888 thirty three ninety three, 3393 Or Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from Kristen. Uh, I'm female, and I hurt for Pat. Well, thank you. Aww. Kristen feels my pain. S-s-s- mentally, at least. <laughs> uh, Patriotic Puddin <laughs> says, So disappointed that Pat didn't work in some sort of two out of three ain't bad lyrics while explaining why he was here for a while today. Probably a missed opportunity right there, huh? Yeah. Uh, Toby McAvoy, are McCain's recent remarks about Sarah Palin meant to thwart a potential senatorial run for her from Arizona? Oh, uh, that's where she lives now, right? She, she
2: does, oh. I believe.
1: From Tom Sheehan, you have to remember, Mitch ran on bringing back the coal miners' jobs, but the jobs haven't come back. I think that might be why that ad worked. Hmm. Yeah, the Bob Blankenship ad with China people, yeah, China family. Steve says, uh, I'd be tempted to vote for Blankenship just to watch him screw with Mitch every day. Now,
2: that would be, <laughs> that would be worth fun. the price of admission.
1: Yeah, it really would be. <laughs> uh, from Victoria Army. How can we support young people like Kyle huh. Uh
2: it's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Maybe um, stop giving David Hogg. Uh, so much time, I don't
1: know. Yeah, um, give Kyle Kashev more time. Yeah, retweet the things he says. Yeah, uh, interview him on the show, which you'd uh, certainly be willing to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, I definitely have reached out. Um, but um, you know, how about this? Take your uh, take your kids and uh, teach them how to use uh, firearms. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, let's mm-hmm. let's make sure that uh, we're not missing this opportunity to explain the gun debate to our children and why you should probably uh, care about the Second Amendment, because it may not always be here. Uh,
1: that's for sure. Um, the NRA convention was in uh, the Dallas area. It was in Irving, which is where our studios are located over the weekend. president spoke. The vice president spoke. And there was an interesting little uh, get-together outside of the event, <laughs> and Alyssa Mil- Milano showed up yesterday. Uh, take a look at the video. Of somebody who uh, was talking to her bodyguards who were there. Here's what happened.
3: Right, that, that would be great. Would you, break, you come, please you please come please on NRA TV and bridge us about find you? You're, if if you're I have, more than welcome,
4: time, We would if love if
1: to my, have so my you. Time. Sure. I'm all done, I You bet. Okay, this is Bye, this. Grant you. Stinchfield. He to talk to you, Alyssa. He would.
2: Okay, you can see the bulge of the guy's gun there. Oh, what is the bodyguard of Alyssa Milano doing? I thought he would be carrying mm-hmm. absolutely nothing at all, just his hands.
1: Yeah. There's the uh, Yeah, the other one is w- what I was talking about, um where the guy is kind of yelling at the bodyguards and they're pushing him back toward the sidewalk. Uh here's what happened there. Okay, you can hear her, I think, in the background, right? Or somebody is speaking in the
2: background.
7: <laughs>
2: <you gotta> go. <laughs> I'm going to ask
8: to leave. I'm going to
2: ask you to leave. That's what, what I'm asking.
1: Because you got to
8: go. I'm going to ask you to leave. Okay. But
2: I'm going to ask you to
3: leave. You, you can ask, you ask me all you want. I'm
6: not You already told the man He's going back. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm asking How far I do, do I have to go before i need you on the sidewalk. sidewalk. Yes, sir. Hypocrite. Alyssa, you're a hypocrite. But you are armed. You have armed security here. You are armed. You have armed
1: security
8: here.
1: Yeah. Armed security. By the way, that has no jurisdiction over this guy. <laughs> this guy's under no obligation to back up because this stupid ass tells him to. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Get out of my way. Get out of my way. I'm an American citizen. I have every right to be here just like these other people. And what are you going to do about it? Are, are, are you going to hit a private citizen? You being a private citizen? Just a security guy for Alyssa Milano? Sorry, it doesn't work that way. That guy's got no authority either
2: over anybody there. Is he going to flash his weapon? I don't know. That you shouldn't have, apparently?
1: That is unbelievable. First of all, the hypocrisy of Alyssa Milano. It's okay for her. Bringing gun-toting bodyguards to this event. An anti-gun rally. To an anti-gun rally.
2: Well, telling us we can't have guns, but her life is worth more than ours, apparently.
1: Oh, clearly.
2: Hmm. Clearly. I, I have no
1: idea how they justify that stuff. And how they,
2: do you? How do you think? Yeah, I've got these two,
1: yeah. th- big thugs with me with with guns in their in their holsters, sidearms, and I'm yelling about people not being able to have guns that you shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't be allowed to ha- own a gun.
2: How, how do you get away with that? They don't care to just They don't feel like they have to, so they don't want
1: an
6: upside-down
1: world. And then, obviously, Melissa Milano, this, the first video actually took place after the one we just showed you. So you invert that. She came over and, and tried to talk to him, I guess. Uh, it, it didn't seem to say much, and then left. Uh, but it's interesting because, first of all, those security guards, they can't tell you what to do. They can't back you up to the sidewalk and tell you I want you at the sidewalk. I don't care where you want me.
2: I look like he was don't care on the
1: sidewalk already. Yeah. I why do all these other people have any more right than I do? They don't. That's the answer. You're Alyssa Milano's bodyguard. You're not Dallas police. You're not Irving police. You're not from the sheriff's department. You're not from the FBI. Get out of my face. Period. And the hypocrisy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Seriously, you can't get your mind around the unbelievable hypocrisy.
2: Yeah, there you go, trying to make sense of the world again, Pat.
1: (sighs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Nice job by Will Haraway, who is an NRA member, uh, getting up there and getting in their faces and being bold enough to say, hey, uh, what about the hypocrisy? You two guys here for her and you're armed. And she's screaming that nobody else should be able to be armed. So American citizens can't be armed, but we should have the ability to hire armed security to be with us 24 hours a day. Okay. All right. Well, it's
2: perfect. perfect. She's better than you, Pat. You understand that.
1: <laughs> well, she can afford Armed security, wherever she goes, apparently, right? And uh, I certainly can. Uh, If that had been somebody protecting Glenn at an event, backing somebody up like that against the wall, telling him, yeah, I need you at the sidewalk. I need you back at the sidewalk. That would be a lead story all over the media.
2: Totally and completely.
1: And Glenn would be excoriated for allowing that to happen. Mm-hmm. How dare you try to claim authority over all of these people who are here protesting? How dare you? But Alyssa Milano? No, that's that's perfectly fine. Uh, some of the uh, protesters there had signs like, I will change the world. Will you help me? No other family should ever have to experience my nightmare. Not one more gun death. Not one more broken-hearted family. Not one more. Okay, and you're gonna prevent that. How? Exactly. Toughest gun laws in the nation, in Chicago, Illinois. You know how many shootings they had in the last weekend? Zero, probably. Seventy-five. Whoa. Seventy-five shootings. Five people dead, several in critical condition. 75 people were shot in the last few days in Chicago, Illinois, where they have the toughest gun laws in the country. Not one more. Okay. I mean, it's great, but how do you accomplish it? So, this uh, anti-Second Amendment group, screaming at this protest, the best way to defeat the NRA is to vote for candidates who don't take their money, register to vote, here. So they had people registering to vote. Uh, and interestingly, the people who are registering to vote don't care at all that Alyssa Milano has armed guards with her. <laughs> I I just, I don't, I don't understand it.
2: I mean, it's, it's not so much... Mm. Um, You can understand Alyssa being a hypocrite in that, well, uh, I'm just going to protect myself because I can and that shouldn't distract from the larger message of I want to control your guns and we shouldn't have access to them, blah, 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 because you know, I'm more trustworthy uh, with the Second Amendment than you. Whatever. Okay, just set that aside. What is so pathetic are her minions, those that follow her and Mm -hmm. hang on every word she says... Do they not have access to the same videos that we do, the same facts that we do? A- at what point do they say, "Whoa, wait a minute"? Why does she have this, uh, this, this weapon protecting her? When, when I thought we agreed that nobody should have them. You know? <laughs> I mean, that I- is the <laughs> issue here: is that people are so blind followers of, of mm. celebrities and these stupid movements to 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 eliminate rights, not expand them. It's just. I-
1: I know there's <laughs> a gigantic frustration factor here. No, it's just just a gigantic frustration factor. Yeah, if there's any anything that could provoke a four-letter word <laughs> coming out on a, on this,
2: it's this and Jeffy,
1: yeah, and Jeffy. Of course, so there's a couple things. <laughs> this and the abortion fight too. Uh, they're equally frustrating. It's, I mean, the p- hypocrisy of the left. I don't know how they sway our children so much. I guess just because they're everywhere. Yeah. They're embedded in the school system. They're pervasive. They're embedded in Hollywood in in everything we watch and do and play and all the entertainment. Books and magazines and newspapers and websites. It's everywhere. And and there's
2: no getting away from it. We tried to make nice and tried to stand down for so long that... uh
1: Especially on the abortion issue. Those inroads were made. Yeah. Humongous problem. Humongous mistake that we made. And you see that with the LGBT community and how they fought for rights. And they were in the vast minority for a long time. Look how quickly that turned around. Well, I think now people are starting to stand up and, uh, and apply that same principle to pro-life Issues to to the fact that you don't have the right to kill children, and Iowa has gone forward with some of this stuff mm-hmm. to mixed results. Uh, who was the other state that that passed? Uh,
2: South Carolina came close.
1: Oh yeah, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them, I can't remember which, just passed a or was trying to pass a six-week no abortions after six weeks law.
2: That that's uh, Iowa.
1: That is Iowa. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's impressive.
1: And then was it South Carolina then that was trying to ban them completely? Th- Except for um, rape, yeah. incest, uh, and the mother's life endangerment. Yeah. yeah. So 888 900 So we are making some strides, and I think we're waking up a little bit, but we got to be bolder. We got to be better. We got to be stronger. Uh, Glenn and started a uh, real estate group across the country. Because they didn't want you to have to face the same thing they went through in Connecticut a few years ago. When the market crashed and home prices dropped, I mean, it was really, it really hit Connecticut hard. Things that had been worth, you know, like $3.5 million were now $1.8. Uh, cut it in half or more in some cases. And so it was really a tough time. And they didn't have a realtor... That was good, that helped them, that understood what they needed and cared about them. So they put together this network of over 1,200 agents all across America that are rigorously qualified based on their experience, their marketing plans, what kind of character they have, and what results have they gotten for their clients in the past. Plus the added bonus of they are fans of the show. So you're generally going to share the same principles and values. You're going to have that in common so if you're trying to sell your house you want to do it fast and you want to get the most out of it because then maybe you want to turn around and and buy something um go to real estate agents i trust we'll introduce you to the best agent in your town it's realestateagentsitrust.com
0: pat gray on the blaze radio network
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety-three. Pat Gray unleashed. Mm, all right. I think I said did I say uh set a candidate in West Virginia was Bob Blankenship, it's Don. <laughs> Either way, uh please don't elect him. <laughs> don't elect Bob if, or Don. If you see a blankenship okay. on
2: the ballot in West Virginia, you vote for just, somebody else. Yeah, anywhere else.
1: Unless you want Joe Manchin to be your senator again. Hmm because um, that's not going to work out well. Although, I, w- I will say again, it, if you've got to have a Democrat represent your state, Joe Manchin is probably the best one of the bunch. He's probably the most moderate of any Democrat in the country. Maybe one of the last remaining actual elected Democrats who's not a communist.
2: Right. I mean, as a, It's possible. I'm glad you said that. I was just about to say, I cannot mm-hmm. think of another Democratic senator that... You know, might be a decent human being to hang out with. No, I don't think that. there is one.
1: Seriously? I honestly don't think there is one. Oh, boy. I mean, they might be okay in their private life, but the decisions they make and the policies that they push are just flat-out evil. I mean, the destruction of children is evil. It's evil. Trying to take away our Second Amendment rights is evil. These are These are bad, despicable things. So, it's not a stretch to say... That uh, they're, uh, you know, you you don't believe they're wonderful people. They could be just misguided. Uh-huh. We could give them that. Okay. And uh, perhaps we'll soften it by saying they're, they're misguided. You're a
2: good person, mm-hmm. Pat Gray.
1: I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying.
2: Not me, though. They're <laughs> probably just evil Twenty Until you have
1: stints in both your kidneys, and then it'll maybe cause you to rethink some things. You know? Fair point. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
1: Daniel in Florida. You're on the blaze. Hi.
6: Hey. Hey. A moment, let me get
3: that here. Hey.
6: There we go. There's a good reception. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Pat? Good. All right. So, I uh, just wanted to pop in on John McCain real quick here with yeah. a little issue with um, with Sarah Palin. Now, mm-hmm. that man needs to learn some gratitude. Because without her, he would have been thumped so much worse than he was.
1: Yeah. That, that is true. That is absolutely yeah, I mean, true. It,
6: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean like myself, for example. Okay? Um, I, during that election, I was so fed up with the fact that if I voted Republican, I was going to get a Democrat. But I was ready to vote Barack Obama because at least he Oof. was honest enough to call himself a Democrat. Yeah. He, I was getting the same thing in the way. McCain you know, uh, makes uh, Sarah Palin his running mate. And there's my only hope in the whole election. The only person who was a principal leader who wasn't a socialist.
1: Thanks, Daniel. That's I, that's a great point, and I think millions of Republicans felt the same way. Millions of Republicans. Oh yeah, I right. know we did. Yep, right here. I mean, when they when they selected Palin, we're like, okay, all right. Thank you for that bone. Well, at least we've got something to vote for.
2: Something. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was one of those guys who said I will never vote for John McCain. Absolutely. And then when he picked Sarah Palin, who, like we've been saying today, was great at the time. Let's and not rewrite history here. Keep in mind this was ten years ago. Yeah. So we were still. I was still going with the theory. Well, it's better than
1: Barack Obama. I'm not yep. voting for Barack Obama.
2: And and when I and this is how I justified it. When I fill out that ballot, I'm circling the. I'm coloring in the bubble next to her name, mm-hmm. just as much as John McCain. So I can easily just say, yep, I voted for Sarah Palin, and he his name was attached. so yes. the, the opposite.
1: Now, I don't know that I'd feel the same way today about that no, ticket. <laughs> but, no,
2: sir. That'd be over for 2.
1: But at the time, you know, that's all we had. It's all we had. 888 thirty three ninety three. Neil in Arizona, you're on the blaze. Hi.
9: Well, I am. I'm praying for your doctor, so they do a good job. Thank you. Um, hey, as far as these security guys, Remember one important thing, they all have liability and they are uh, guilty of an assault and battery if they even touch somebody in the process of doing their job. And Mm -hmm. what happens if they whip out their guns because somebody goes for their cell phone or crosses a line? That person that's in charge of them, the the person that hired them, everybody's uh, involved in a, a liability situation. We have liability as a private citizen for even just talking about firearm situations. Now, of course, this woman, she has bodyguards like a lot of the people I sold guns to that had bodyguards that make movies with exploding arrows and big knives. The whole thing boils down to that they're special people. It's fascinating. This woman will tell people that she's got bodyguards because she's special and she's got a threat so they can shoot somebody that tries to rape her what about your wife, my mom, anybody else that tries to get uh, a firearm for protection and, well, they tell women, don't shoot the rapist, we'll get the abortion later, and don't execute the rapist that murdered your unborn baby. Yeah. And as far as McCain,
8: <laughs>
9: I had a patch for him, a big blue rhino, some rhinos are more dangerous than others. We were supposed to have coffee out here in Prescott, Arizona, because I was asked to join the weatherman and he wanted to talk that about that. But the whole problem is that we are the honest citizens. Those people don't seem to be real honest.
1: Yeah, no question. Uh, thanks a lot, Neil. Appreciate that. 888 900
2: You know, Neil brought up a point there that I was thinking during that video about physical contact between the security guard and the guy uh, mm-hmm. who was backing up. I was thinking, what if that guy who was backing up had actually just stopped in his truck?
1: That's, that's what I, w- I would love to have seen that. Yeah. Because then what are you going to do? He doesn't have to follow your orders.
2: Who are you? And then, who were you? If the physical contact is then made by the bodyguard, continuing to then walk,
1: they <laughs> have they have a problem on their hands.
2: Unless <laughs> yeah. you physically assault
1: him, then he can obviously defend himself. And, and Alyssa, if you're threatening Alyssa Milano, which he was not doing, he wasn't doing anything wrong.
2: He was trying to get her attention, talking to her,
1: and he had no authority in that situation at all, zero authority. So it would have been interesting to see if he wouldn't have backed up. Would have been interesting to see if he stood his ground... And physical and said,
2: contact was made by the chest, you know, because he yeah. kept walking. The bodyguard, I would have liked yep. to see how that played out. No,
1: I'm not going anywhere. Um, I'm an American citizen, just like the rest of these people gathered here. I'm going to stand right here and listen. So, get out of my face. What are you going to do about it?
3: What <laughs> right.
2: are you going to do about it? And he was on the sidewalk that the guy was requested. he was on to begin with.
1: I... Again, only because she's uh, left-wing, extreme left-wing, does she get away with this. Because, again, if it was if it was Glenn's security pulling that, uh, it'd be everywhere. And he'd be the worst person on earth right
2: now. And we're now in open carry state. And not to uh, turn up the heat on this situation, but it could have gotten very ugly, based on the demeanor that I have to mm-hmm. judge the security guard on, just just based on that video alone. If this guy is standing there open carry, then what? What's going to happen? I mean, seriously, is is her right. bodyguard going to end up pulling his weapon? I mean, geez, boy, better not. He'd better not. I, just, I, better not. I, I don't think he'd he's be liable in the right for that action. Work there,
1: jeez. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of Hollywood. Over the weekend at the box office, Avengers Infinity War. You saw it, right? Did you I love did, it?
2: I loved it, yeah. Yeah. Very good.
1: Uh, it had the second largest second weekend of all time. So the first, first weekend was 257 million. This last weekend was 112.4 million. In the second weekend,
2: I saw a headline this weekend that said a billion dollars already worldwide. Oh, wow. A
1: billion dollars. And it's at 450 million in uh, North America alone. Uh, that was followed by Overboard, which is, I think, the remake of that really bad Goldie Hawn movie from the 80s or something. Yeah. Yeah. We've been clamoring for that. Everybody's, Haven't we, though? When are we going to have another Overboard reboot? Finally. <laughs> and then A Quiet Place, which cost 17 million. It's made 159 million now. Hmm. I feel pretty in Rampage rounded out the top five. Uh, lots more where that came from coming up pat gray unleashed
0: pat gray unleashed on the blaze radio network Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Uh, welcome to it. 888-933-93. It is Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, at 2 o'clock. Well, 1 o'clock. I have to head over to my appointment. Central at, time. Uh, at 2 o'clock. Yeah, central time. Mm-hmm. So in an hour. Uh, Jeffy will be filling in on the third hour. And then I'll be back again tomorrow. And, and hopefully all this is finally behind us. Um Let's, so triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. With your thoughts on the day, or at Pat Unleashed from Deplorable Lewis, Alyssa Milano and Pope Francis agreed to eradicate eradicate the gun, except for their bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs>
3: mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, wh- I mean, what do you, what do you say about it? I mean, that's a fact. Right? Right? Everything you just read was <clears throat> absolutely true. What do you say about it? Uh, you know, and then you talk about when the talk from the Vatican comes about the border and our border and how there should be no wall there. Uh, okay, when are you tearing down the Vatican wall? That's, that's a pretty tall one. When is that coming down? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And And for the president of the United States to have a fence around the White House— Especially when Barack Obama was the resident there. What do you have a fence there for? What do we need? We don't need a fence around the White House. Let people come in if they want to. I mean, are you more important than the entire nation? No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, You're a servant of the people. So whatever the people get, you should get as well. And if we're not going to be protected, then you shouldn't be protected. (laughs) That's, That's what we should insist upon. All right, whatever you decide for the country, that's what you guys get for yourselves, okay? Good luck with that. From Gordon Michael Porter, I think in order to keep things from getting confusing, when Jeffy is filling in for Pat, we should use hashtag tell fat instead of <laughs>
3: okay.
1: hashtag tell Pat.
3: <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. I hope, uh, oh, hope Jeffy's not in the other room mm-hmm. listening right now. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Tyler from Misery says, uh, today is the day Pat gets a new definition for put that in your pipe.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Stop.
1: <sighs> uh, thank you for that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to have everybody's support today. Uh, let's see. Also, Tom Sheehan says, yes, I would say 75% of John McCain's votes for president came due to Palin being VP. I, I mean, she helped a lot. If, if you remember back to 2008 uh, and how we felt about John McCain at the time, good golly. Any conservative certainly didn't want John McCain for our nominee. And the only thing that made that ticket palatable was, in fact, Sarah Palin. From Lynx 77, 541, Pat, I've had multiple kidney stones, and I've had a stent three different times. I think it's far more painful to have the stent inside Versus it being pulled out with the string.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, isn't it though? Well, that's that's good, man.
1: Yeah, I like that. But wait a minute. This is helper. This is helping today.
2: You know what? Do you want me to make an observation about this tweet, or just let you live in your happy place? Um, let me live in my happy place. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be in a. Were you gonna say it looks like sh- it's a female saying that? Is that what yep. you're gonna say? mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so you're saying what? <laughs> are you are you trying to be sexist and say? There's a difference between men and women? <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Keith. Mm. Mr. Hateful, hate monger, hatred monger, hating?
2: That's true. Full yes, absolutely. Hate. Oh, that's true. Yes. But I'm just I'm just <laughs> thinking, you know, different parts may mean for a different experience.
1: Yes, that's it, true. Mm. That is true.
8: Mm.
2: Uh,
1: Barbara in Ohio, you're on the blaze. <laughs> Hi.
8: Hi, Pat. Now, hey. I had a stint removed, and I've had kidney stones, and I realized <laughs> we have different parts, Mm -hmm. and I just want to tell you, it really doesn't hurt. Well, I went to the doctor to have mine removed, and I was so scared. I wanted them to put me to sleep, but of course they wouldn't, and I was really nervous, and so I said to the nurse... Let, talk to me. Just talk to me so I have my mind off of it. And she said, Well, what do you want to talk about? And I said, Let's talk about the presidential election because it was right before the Trump election. And the doctor <laughs> says, Oh my God, now I'm scared. <laughs> so then everybody started laughing. And then finally I said, Okay, okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. He says, Oh, I did it while you were laughing. It was <laughs> wow. over. Good. It was over. Wow. I never even felt it. And when That's I nice. left the doctor's office I went shopping. So you can probably go back to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Barbara. Uh triple eight nine hundred, thirty three
8: ninety three.
2: It's great. That's yeah. Good. I mean it's it's not gonna be a big deal, right? Yeah, it's gonna that's fine.
1: It's gonna be great. I'm not even worried about it now. I'm you're, excited for yeah, it. Yeah,
2: you're gonna make an appointment for the next day. I'm gonna
1: ask him to do it again. Let's just do this again, Jim Jamming another one up there and then take it out tomorrow. Let's try it. Cause this was fun. Mm-hmm. This was fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're gonna be a pro. Why is Jim Baker in the news so much lately? We had a story on him a few weeks ago. Maybe a month or a month and a half, something like that. Uh, talking about his comeback, and now he's in the news again. You might remember Jim Baker from the eighties when I was in my mid twenties he was the butt of our jokes every single day on the radio. remember that during the during the uh Jessica Hahn period yeah, yeah. and all of that scandal with the p t l club he and tammy Faye baker um well he's he's back and apparently on his his in his new ministry. He's selling uh, Ozark Mountain cabins in uh, Missouri.
2: Oh,
1: okay. <clears throat> and while you're at it, you can pick up a really nice uh, six-pack of 28-ounce Extreme Survival Warfare water bottles for $150. Six bottles? Now, they are 28 ounces, mind you, for 150 bucks. Uh, I think I'll go to Kroger, maybe, or Tom Thumb, and you know, pick up forty-eight of them for three bucks. How about that? How about that? <laughs>
2: yeah, but they're not twenty-eight ounces.
1: No, they're not. They're not twenty-eight 16 ounces. sixteen
2: <laughs> ounces. What are you trying to pull, Mister Scam over there? <laughs> <laughs> Oof.
1: He's seventy-eight now, hmm. and uh, he's he has a co-host again. His wife, Lori. Now, Tammy Faye, you might remember, divorced him while he was in jail, in prison, and then she died in 2007, so we lost her. But uh, the show is filmed near Branson, Missouri, and uh, it's it's kind of, I guess it's similar to his PTL club in the 70s and 80s, and then his empire, though, came crashing down in that uh, Jessica Hahn thing. He was convicted in 1989 on 24 counts of wire and mail fraud and conspiracy. Served five years in federal prison.
2: Hmm. But 28 ounces of water for 150. 150 game.
1: bucks. That's a 50 deal. Bucks, yeah. You, you know,
2: that's not fraud at all. <laughs>
1: not, <laughs> not at all. That's legit, man. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's. Well, let me tell you what it is, though. Okay. Oh, sorry. You're trying to minimize. <laughs>
2: Without the details.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. It's extreme survival warfare water. Okay.
2: My okay. bad. So, so it
1: doubles as a hand grenade? What we- I'll thank you to stop the nonsense here. Yes, sir. And realize that this is special water. <sighs> he's apparently what he does to show. He's surrounded by buckets of food and warfare water bottles in the Ozarks. <laughs> uh, and he's preparing everybody for the apocalypse. Where are you going to go when the world's on fire? Where are you going to go? This place is for God's people. We need some farmers to move here. And so he's got these uh, end-of-the-world cabin homes in Blue-Eye, Missouri for sale. Wait. It doesn't say how much they are. Wait a second. I, but if the water bottles for six of them are 150 bucks, right. I can imagine an 800-square-foot cabin for about $18 million. Well, well yeah, no, no wonder he wants
2: farmers there. What do farmers need to grow the food? The water bottles. And you'll need water mm-hmm. at 150 bucks a, a mm-hmm. pop every bottle. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money he can make just selling water to the fields there.
1: Here he is uh, on his show, okay. I think, with his wife, Lori, talking mm-hmm. about end of times and, and cabins and there all that. There we go. Mm-hmm.
7: There's Amen. nowhere on earth you could live with more of God's generals here. We're, we're outside of, of Branson, Missouri. Is where we, Our address is Branson, but we're outside yeah. a little bit. We're okay. on the other side of the lake.
1: Okay. Good clarification. Sure. sure. Thank you. Of uh, Branson. Of uh, Branson. Right. Mm-hmm.
7: Branson has the number one number one Christian theater in the world. You're talking about sight and sound.
1: sound there it is. There's which don't sound like spiritual,
7: probably. Sight and sound.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you uh, what.
7: Tell you me. all are going to know.
1: Look at those big bottles. Soon. Mm -hmm.
7: why god brought us here
1: amen amen
7: do you know the people from the government Mm -hmm. from the the nasa Mm -hmm. yeah the research from so many of them people from the government from nasa they have said they've said in their research uh the safest place to live in troubled times is is right here
1: right there right there. Missouri Branson Missouri. That's why God brought us here okay? Why well, all right. Have you heard the government people, the NASA people say that uh, the safest let's let's see if we can find that survey. the safest place in the world when the apocalypse comes is Branson Missouri. Frankly, I, I maybe I've led a sheltered life. I've never seen that information imparted hmm. but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Because who am I to say the Ozarks and Branson, Missouri aren't the safest place?
2: And who are you to say a dollar twelve per every ounce of water isn't a heck of a deal? A buck twelve an ounce. I mean
1: That's a great deal. Yummy. That is a great mm-hmm.
2: deal. That's and, and good you, water.
1: You got to see the the bottles of water, right? Yeah. Just to the left of him mm-hmm. slightly. And then the big buckets. Those were big things of water. And then the big buckets of food behind him. And then he lives in the safest place to live. Versus uh, living in large cities, elsewhere now see, let's be real though, and not sarcastic about it, okay? If the end comes and things get chaotic, obviously, being in the mountains is gonna be, you're gonna be better off than being in Chicago or New York or Los Angeles or Dallas, right? If this country goes to war with itself and it it could, I mean, that's a possibility. Wait, what signs do you
2: have that this country is discontented with itself, Pat? Uh,
1: Every sign. Okay. I have every sign.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Every sign (laughs) over the last 15 years or so. Uh, But, so, you can make a case that obviously living in the woods away from the major population centers probably be better for you and your family than being in a major population center. Mm -hmm. This coming from a person who lives in a major population center. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can kind of understand that's probably but I've never seen the research from NASA saying Branson, Missouri is the safest place to live. You ever seen that? Let's I, look, let's see if we see it right that. now. Cuz his quote was, "Do you know the people from the government from NASA, the research from so many of them? They have said in their research that the safest place to live in troubled times is right here. That's why God brought us here." Okay? All
2: right. Well, um Huh. Businessinsider.com mm-hmm.
1: has a list. Of the safest places? Yep. Um, but this is probably safest place from crime, though. I bet that's not oh. that's not apocalypse-related,
2: is oh. it? But what is their safest Wait place? Wait a minute. So you can actually measure apocalypse-related uh, <laughs> safe places? That's a thing you can <laughs> quantify? Of, of course. Didn't he just do that? Uh, well, what do you mean? He's a scientist. Right. You're, you're asking. Mm. I, I'm looking at Business Insider, not quite the same right. thing. But that's I'm scrolling right. through. And I'm just looking here on their little thing here. Uh, top five safest places in America. Orange, California. Okay, well, this list is flawed. What? California. No way. Stop it. Uh, just the
1: earthquakes alone negates that.
2: This is based on crimes per 100,000 people, by the way. Okay. Round Rock, Texas is fourth. Glendale, California is three. Couldn't you stop with this list? California? Thousands of California. Come on. Number two and number one, uh, Neighborville, Illinois.
1: Okay. There Is that go. and that's probably suburban Chicago, I would guess. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Now if you want to be safe, um, you should have a gun and you should practice with it and make sure that you're proficient with that gun. And then if anything, heaven forbid, anything happens, and hopefully nothing ever will, but if anything ever happens where you've got a home invasion, you're ready. And that's where iTarget Pro comes in iTarget Pro has revolutionized firearm training because you can do it in your home now. It uses your actual gun so you can become proficient with the gun you're going to use in real life. And your smartphone and an app with a laser in place of the bullet. So you fire at the target with your gun and the laser detects exactly where your shots are landing. It's a great way to practice and an inexpensive way because... Obviously, ammo costs a fortune now, and it's going to go nothing but higher. So practice defense in your home where it matters most. Testing different angles, you can maximize your tactical advantage, and most importantly, you're doing it all using your own personal firearm. Right now, you can also save 10% with the offer code PAT when you buy the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and take your skill to the next level. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, offer code PAT. ItargetPro.com.
0: This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Is here uh-huh. on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Found another another story on uh, Jim Baker. He's selling his wonderful cabins in the Ozarks, where it's the safest place in the world, apparently, according to NASA. Apparently. Um, and he he also has the twenty eight ounce bottles. Okay. Six, but not just one, but six for just one hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Okay. Six of them. Heck of a deal for one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're only getting one yeah. or two bottles for 150, that might be a tad excessive. But
2: you're getting six
1: for 150.
2: That's that's neat. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's incredible. Wow. I,
1: I don't know how he does it.
2: How does he? Uh,
1: I don't know. Quite Do you, honestly, okay,
2: what percentage? And I I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. I wonder what percentage of his audience today is left over obviously some attrition with age and people dying off but i would love to know how many people from his old um uh, network are from his old audience you know 30 years ago mm-hmm. are still around today believing him and all that i'd other love
1: people. to know that because he defrauded them
2: mm-hmm.
1: out of 158 million dollars wow you, you forget how i mean in the 80s that that was decent money
3: I mean, today, <laughs> no. it's like in my pocket today,
1: right now. Please, I mean, you carry it around <laughs> as spare change. But back then, one hundred and fifty-eight million—that was that was real money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Wow. Um, so, the Daily Mail equated Baker's Christian community called Morningside with a theme park, complete with a movie set, indoor town square, guarded by a fifteen-foot statue of Jesus. Uh, it's where Baker and his wife Lori filmed the Jim Baker Show. And they sell their survival buckets. Now a bucket of freeze dried buttermilk pancakes.
2: Okay, here we go.
1: This isn't just one pancake. It's oh. a bucket of buttermilk pancakes. Seventy dollars. If you live in Canada, sorry, we can't get it to you. What what why? I don't know. It seems seems discriminatory. I mean it's Canadian. At that
2: price, you might, you know, be able to
1: afford
2: mm. the shipping, Jim, but okay.
1: Apparently not. <clears throat> uh, also, I'm told that there's pizza here, and okay, yes, okay. <laughs> he he's also got the survival pizza. You get all, so you get all your uh tasty pantry deluxe plus buckets, two hundred eighty-three dehydrated servings of food. Oh, look at that! With a twenty-five-year shelf life.
2: It's on the screen. BlazeTV.com. Okay.
1: Yep. The Morningside Ministry selling all this. All your favorites for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in one bucket. <laughs> then, separately, you can also get the six-gallon pizza bucket. How does that work? For just 250 bucks.
2: You put the it's... bucket in a microwave? Like a, like a massive garage-sized...
1: And make one giant pizza
2: <laughs> for an entire community. Yeah, you, you tell your neighbors, you go knock on your door, hey, my name's Jim, I'm new in the neighborhood, I want you guys to know, if Armageddon ever comes, everybody just come over to my garage, and making a pizza bucket, and I'll feed mm-hmm. your family, and we'll be good for one day. I'm thinking
1: that I could make six gallons of pizza dough for less than 250 bucks. Like, Nuh. maybe one-tenth of 250 bucks.
2: No. uh
1: it's good to see he's not defrauding anybody now.
2: No, that's in the past. Stop bringing uh, up all, the past. That's all Pat. behind him. It's yeah. all behind him. Leave
1: the guy alone. That's
2: the old Jim Baker. Remember
1: how baby-faced he looked when he was 48 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's he's matured and uh, we haven't seen him in a while so it's it doesn't even I wouldn't have recognized him. Absolutely not. Wouldn't have recognized him.
2: Facial hair all white and stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Totally different cat. Yep. 888-933-93 uh,
1: and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's go to Lori in Washington. Hey, Lori, you're on the blaze.
8: Hi, Pat. Hi, Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm praying for your uh, being naked in front of Stranger's Procedure later on, so Thank you. know that first. <laughs> Thank you. But you, cannot, you cannot bag on the Goldie Hawn movie Overboard, because it is a cinematic just irregularity, because Kurt Russell does not die at the end. He doesn't die at
1: the end. <laughs> Does he usually die in his movies?
8: He always dies in his movies. That's oh, a funny joke. I didn't realize oh, that. Man. Really?
1: Are you aware of that? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't either. Uh, did no, he die he died died in Escape? Did he die in Escape from New York? I don't
8: Oh my gosh, that, that's before my time.
1: Oh, okay. I'm not
8: that old. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're old enough for Overboard by Goldie Hahn?
8: Oh my gosh, it was one of the first movies that I remember seeing at the theater with my dad when i was 10 12 years old and you loved From it of the 80s i loved it okay absolutely loved it are oh, you going to
1: see that. this new reboot or is it without oh, no no you don't you,
8: no you don't mess with perfection okay you
1: don't. <laughs> <laughs> i subscribe to that theory too thanks Lori. i hmm. uh, have another Lori, in illinois hi you're on the blaze
8: hey it's pumpkin uh, i wanted to talk to keith because <laughs> i didn't want pat mad at me because my new ringtone is you're right and what I wanted to say was, the 1970s called Pat, and mm-hmm. they want their Pet Rock back. <laughs> okay. What?
2: Your kidney stone. My kidney right? stone. Is pet uh, Rock? Okay. Well, they're getting all it
8: right. back later today,
2: apparently. <laughs> <1970s, laughs> pet yeah, they, Rock back.
1: Yeah, all right. Thanks, Lori. Or Laura. I guess it's Laura in Illinois. All right. So uh, I actually already had the Pet Rock taken out last week. Okay. Both of them. Uh, there were two of them, and those that was part of the procedure last week when they took out the other stint and now and now the final stint comes out
2: now so. this may be news to you mm-hmm. that I'm no doctor. But um, hmm.
1: uh, yeah, it does surprise me. Yeah.
2: Oh, so sure. why why they, they weren't able to do everything at once?
1: No, or? because they have to make sure that your kidney's going to be okay. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's not we let's not give up on again. the other artificial right. action going on until we're mm-hmm. <laughs> convinced that this one's taken So you through. take
1: out both and if they both shut down, you're right back where you started, which would have sucked. All right,
2: a week of Jeffy in here.
1: Uh-huh. And we don't and uh, we don't want that. Nobody wants that.
2: Love you, Jeffy. <laughs> Can't wait to see you in three minutes. Don't hurt oh, me. Oh, I have never been
1: more excited for a Jeffy appearance than I am today. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Why is that? Just uh,
1: because I have been waiting all weekend to, to hear from him. And now it's time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yay! I think that's
1: all. That's it. Okay. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, more Pat Grand leash coming up in a second. But also, we've got this... Uh, Yet everybody trying to bait our Waffle House hero James Shaw Jr. My goodness, into bad mouthing Donald Trump or promoting gun control, and so far the guy's been great, mm-hmm. and he won't have anything to do with it. He was not, during a CNN interview, I think this was yesterday. Van Jones tried to bait him into attacking Donald Trump. Here's what happened.
5: You touch the whole world. I mean, all you have to say is Waffle House hero. Everybody knows who you are. Um, have you heard yet from President
3: Trump?
6: Um, at this time, I haven't heard, uh, heard anything, but that's not to say he didn't
5: try to contact me or, or not, so mm-hmm. I haven't so, heard anything. So, so he, he hasn't successfully contacted you. you know, he, but he gave a shout out to you know, I don't know, he gave a shout out to Kanye uh, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, no shout out to you. How do you feel when the President of the United States uh,
6: misses an opportunity to hold up you know, somebody who's, who's trying to do good stuff like you? Uh I, I know he has a busy agenda, busy schedule. Um maybe he just hasn't got around to me. Maybe my time is coming. Um it's not for me to judge really what he does. It's just, you know, I I, wow. I did what I did and I didn't really do it for recognition. I did it just to save my life, honestly. Wow, that's amazing.
1: I freaking love this guy. Yeah, really. Run for office, please. Uh, I love James Shaw. I don't care what political agenda right? he he doesn't seem to have any.
2: You're just a good man. Good freak.
1: Seriously. I mean, Jones is baiting and baiting and baiting and trying to get him to attack, and he refuses over and over again to do it. Wow. If that guy's on the left, there's somebody we could come together with and bring this country together.
2: Yeah, he is just a
1: great person. Tremendous. Thank you. Speaking of great people, we got the opposite Uh, coming up next. Uh, (laughs) Chewing the fat with Jeff.
0: gray only on the blaze radio network. returns on the blaze radio network
1: and uh so did jeffy he's uh here to chew the fat with us uh first of all uh let me go through some of these tweets at pat unleashed (laughs) from susan uh well wishes and good luck with your procedure it's gonna be just fine thank you very much a lot of comforting uh calls and tweets on that today Uh, from xgop benghazi uh good luck pat i'll be at the dentist so i may feel your pain or may feel my pain but this too shall pass Indeed, and Tyler from Misery, Lori, uh Texas, Laurie D. I take exception to the Kurt Russell claim. He didn't die in Tombstone mm. or those Disney movies in the seventies. It's true. Thank you. He right. did not. The Tombstone
5: classic movie. I love Tombstone. I, uh, yeah, I've seen it on TV. I don't remember it that well, but I love it. Yeah. Oh, that, that's one of uh, Val Kilmer's best performances as. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so hard to narrow those down. Fair. The Val Kilmer great performances. What are you talking about a classic movie He was great in
5: Top Gun, though. I will say that. Oh,
3: Val so, Kilmer! So was you're great narrowing him down gun.
5: now, is what you're telling me? Yeah. These great performances of Val's. Have you seen Val lately? Yes, I have. What's yes, he I doing? Have. This is pre. This is pre Val uh, eating himself out of roles yeah. in movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, I know. It's a shame. As we get older, uh, sometimes we just. Uh, we don't take. A lot it of
5: people can't keep it together.
1: Right, and it's. I feel look, bad it, for those people.
5: Look, I know <laughs> yep. how. I know how. What yep. hard work it is.
1: Yeah, it, and, and it's. You're putting in the work yeah. every day. Well, yeah. Man, when you get so. to be 200
5: years old, this is. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what you look like. It's uh, it's difficult to do, I understand. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Val had a tough time, couldn't do it. I get it. Right. I get it. Nobody understands better him. than you. I'm not judging him. Right, of course not. I'm just saying that, you know, if he'd like to talk and- <laughs> Just
1: saying he doesn't look like he did when went. he was 25, but who among us does? Cindy Crawford, probably. Uh, that's about it.
3: <laughs>
1: Maybe. My wife. I mean, she really does- My wife has gotten even more beautiful than when she was 25. <laughs>
5: You are. Agonizing. You are the worst. You are agonizing. <laughs> you make, It sickens my stomach. You're so agonizing.
2: <laughs> it made it. you sick to your
1: stomach I, to hear me compliment I, I, oh my, my wife God. and God. say something no, very, very true about wife. her.
5: Not to compliment your wife. There's uh, no thing uh-huh. complimenting your wife. She's got. Uh, more she, has. Than her. she has. She has. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
1: can't help it that you're jealous because oh, you certainly God. have not gotten. More attractive since you were twenty five. Of course, you started out, well, you know, in a different place
3: too. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> what, that? what does that mean? I'm, con-
5: <laughs> I'm confused. At what that means? <laughs> all right, let's
1: chew the fat. See what we got going here.
5: Uh, I, anyway, I'd like while we uh, talk a little bit about this, I want to say that uh, I want to apologize first of all because uh, look, I already know it's on me. But when I see the headline, at least 45 people were killed, and I think, oh no. And I looked out, armed bandits attacked remote village in northwest Nigeria. I don't care. And it's I so already bad. know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got it. Yeah, I know it's so terrible. Bad. I know 45 people know. were killed in Nigeria. And the story is a fascinating story and I it's, do it's, care about that. That's really sad. I know it's horrible <clears throat> and they, they've had a tough time and now the 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 government is sending in their military troops to try to take care of these small farmers <clears throat> and they're they're battling. But Who's killing them? I got it. Is it like a an Al Qaeda offshoot or something. Yeah, it's a uh, just. We'll just say bad guys. <laughs> yeah, know, bad guys are coming in and taking care of business and taking the. Land I understand what you're saying. There. We
1: are America-centric, though, I, and things that I don't just, happen here affect us less. But
5: forty-five people. I geez. know. I know. And It is just like don't they realize that a volcano is going off in Hawaii? <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> that's bad too. I know. You was, have you seen the footage? I yet? have. Have is terrible. The, the most amazing thing I think to me is the lava rock that's created. That's like seven feet high, yeah. going across. It's unreal how quickly that's that's created. I it's know. unbelievable. <laughs> I know. How are you ever going to get rid of all you that don't. lava rock? Yeah, you, know. you don't.
5: You don't. You, you got to clear it away from the roadway. And you got to wait till I don't right? know. It cools down a little. Well, sure. And yes. there isn't really a roadway anymore, right? There's a place yeah, you right. see where oh, that's where the road used to be. Yeah, I don't yes. think it's
2: going to be back.
5: I know, it's pretty difficult. Yeah, I mean, um, look at that. We do oh, have look, some,
2: at, look at the picture.
1: I, had them,
5: I had them save wow. some before and after pictures. So that's of the some same of, road. Yeah. And yeah, look they, at how tall can go that them. lava rock is. I know.
1: And how fast it's moving.
5: Some of the footage is, uh, you see how fast it moves. It's unbelievable. And what's interesting is uh, not interesting. I mean, it is I interesting. I know. But it's
1: terrible. But these earthquake, uh the earthquakes are, are cracking these fissures in, yes. in the and then earth. It's just shooting up. And then the lava just starts spilling out
5: of Hundreds hose. of feet in the
1: air. Yeah. It's really a dangerous, bad situation. Very bad. And that, it's that they say off. could
5: go on for months. And on top of not only is the lava hot and burning and spoiling everything in its path, uh-huh. then we have the gases coming up, which, which is are harming toxic. humans. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, not, bad. it's not a good place. It's bad. And, and you know...
1: How great would it be to live in Hawaii like that? But we, you built your home on the side of a volcano.
5: You kind of so you're took going a into chance. it knowing
1: that sometimes
5: something could happen and something did. Yeah, you took a shot. You got yeah. to leave. I know. I I wouldn't want to. I, I it's it's like be people who
1: build at the top of a cliff in Malibu. Right. You know eventually oh, there's going to
5: be a mudslide. Fall off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
5: it was beautiful, and you lived there for a good 20 years. But I uh, hope it was worth time it. Time com- Right. Yeah. And you have to assume that it was right. Yeah, I And mean, you have to hope that it was. It's, it's really same, sad. Same in Florida when you build on you know build you building on swampland, and the you know the storms come through and take the swampland back. Yeah, you enjoyed it when it was there, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's all tough.
1: along the Gulf Coast. You've got I the know, hurricanes that can happen at any time. But, it, but
2: it's oh. a it's a good thing, gentlemen, that we can control the weather. You know, just our influence on the weather is so.
1: Well, yeah. It, I, well, yes. I mean, good thing for the Tesla tough.
5: machines. But that, but then again, I I go it. back to you know my Nigeria story. It's mm. like, oh, oh, it's Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're a sorry, bad person. I already said I was. Sorry. But you knew that. You knew, said you knew I was you're sorry. a bad person. But and I, now, good, good news: uh, Vladimir you. Putin uh, took the oath of office mm. for his fourth term as Russia's president. Oh yeah. Uh, good news for Vladimir, and, and in developing news, and I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with this. It's just more news coming out of russia that more than a thousand anti-putin protesters have been detained so I don't think that's a, oh, that's a coincidence, coincidence yeah a completely unrelated be. story gotta so gotta be and uh, today national uh, today normally we celebrate national days on this on this particular broadcast yeah today is national roast leg of lamb day oh <laughs> <what>? <laughs> so uh i'd like to uh who makes like this say stuff that up this is, and why who makes this stuff up? It's National Roast Leg of I Lamb know. Day. Who it?
1: suggested that there be a day set aside for Roast Leg of People Lamb? People like
5: me so radio producers could produce Roast Leg of Lamb to eat. It's amazing. As part of the broadcast. <laughs> and uh-huh. we've set them up for failure
1: on a regular basis because they never provide it. <laughs> I mean, I just, I know, I know when
2: I was you know, How did Roast
1: Leg of Lamb get by you? How is that possible? <laughs> right. Thank wow. you. Yeah. Wow. I just uh... He gets more pathetic every day, doesn't he?
2: Uh, yes. I mean that. <laughs> I, in ways you don't I even wanna, know. <laughs> I
5: want to say I, I used to go without saying. Mm-hmm. Did you? Now, uh, now we just have to go say Do you without it. saying to, anything? Not very much. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, did you watch
1: the Derby this weekend? The I, fastest,
5: most exciting two minutes in sports.
1: I didn't, but I was really glad Justify won, so we don't have to hear about that dumb curse or whatever it is. I know. What's
2: the curse? Uh, uh, I didn't
1: even curse realize it. No two-year-old, no horse that ran when he was two years old has ever won the Kentucky Derby yeah. in the last 136 years. Huh. Well, this horse, justified. did not race when he was two. Yeah. And he's won every race this year. Wow. I think this is only his fourth or he's fifth. He's a good-looking horse, too. But he
5: crushed the competition on a really muddy day.
2: Yeah, well, the favorite really has won the last six Kentucky
5: Derbies. I'm glad. Wow. And if you watch, uh, like, uh, I know my wife had uh, had picked uh, the mm-hmm. black man in black or horse in black, whatever whatever oh. the, the one black horse. Mm-hmm. If you watch the race, you can tell where they pulled that back. They pulled him back. He would have beat Justified.
2: Really? Huh. huh. I'm just, just saying
5: the fix was in oh. for Justified. You're
2: saying that when I picked the horse with the longest odds, that was a bad plan for yes, Inspire or whatever it was? Yes, it was.
5: Oh. The good thing about NBC, though, is that the fastest <laughs> and most exciting two minutes in sports mm-hmm. lasts eight hours.
1: <laughs> Do they cover it, like, really extensively? Yes.
5: Oh, my God. Is there
1: really anybody who cares enough? to watch that much coverage well, you know, off of the and kentucky on, Derby. I mean, you
5: put it out right i mean you put it on and it's on it's on yeah right do, do do you sit down and watch the i it probably was at least six hours i think of coverage wow um and it was wow. i know uh for sure five i mean I, I honestly i don't know exactly how long the coverage was but it was for sure five time. and at least six yeah i mean yeah. it was all afternoon
1: you know, and I I understand kind of the allure of the race itself. I do too. Uh, Glenn and I, when we were in Baltimore, uh, went to the uh, we were invited to do the to take, infield I have to and take broadcast. My wife
5: to one so bad she wants to go so bad.
1: So we we did our show on a Saturday from the uh, infield. How cool at is that? Preakness. Oh, at Preakness in, in Baltimore. Preakness. Yeah, I've never been to Kentucky Derby, but at Preakness it was you Still know and cool. It, and the infield the is where to be because that's where everything's yeah, going. That's where on. it is, man. And I mean it is a raunchy wild party. Yeah. <laughs> it was I was, you know, this little kid from Utah who had just been in Baltimore for a month and I'm like, uh wow, this is a whole new sort of thing. I don't know. For me. Like it, it was uh you would have loved it.
3: <laughs> you would have loved it. He started dying
1: writing writing. One of the two. The raunchy. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. I like it. You would have loved it. I know my wife really wants to go to the I mean the whole the hat, the actual the stadium thing, thing. Yeah.
1: is kind of elegant. Yeah. You know, everybody dresses up yeah, for it. That's it's true. one of the that's last you things yes. that people dress up yes. for. So,
5: and it's kind of cool. Yeah, but I don't know that you know. And the race is fun to watch. I mean, yeah, it's two minutes, so it's no big deal. Yeah, it's fun to watch. No, you watch on, them race on, around. You're good. And yeah. Done. Okay. Yep. Another rich guy won. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. You know those? I don't know if you know that, but those horses ain't cheap. No, they're not. And you can tell the uh, difference if you watch, uh, even a, a layman uh, like myself, it, you see them as they walking up to the up to uh, get in the gates to race the horse, the walker horses. You know the horses that go guide the racehorses. Mm-hmm. You can tell that those are, you know, worker horses. We got the big hind quarters, and they're clomping along, and they're pushing the racehorse. And the race those horse are the Those like
1: of the of know. the horse world.
5: Well, no, he said
1: worker horses. <laughs> oh, that's right. So. I was thinking the giant hind corner.
5: Oh,
2: I see what you were getting hung up on. I apologize. I retract my uh, no, no, correction. I no, knew, I knew where he was
5: going. <laughs> In fact, I knew where both of you were, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Just uh, something to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I know okay. that uh, Brad posted this on his Stupid Twitter account because of his uh, you know use waxrx ads yeah but uh, there's a big story uh, coming out today about a lady that had a cockroach crawl inside her ear while oh. she was sleeping and uh, she oh. talks about how it was a horrifying experience and she said uh, it felt like someone had placed a chip of ice in her left ear hole only it wasn't ice and so she had inserted a cotton swab in her ear and felt it move. Oh! And I came out. You know, oh. legs came out. So she goes to the emergency room. Okay, and I, I, I love. Uh. It, but it goes on because it's fascinating. Okay, you. she goes to the emergency room, and uh, they they gave it uh, this numbing ointment, and you could feel it. You know, you could feel the lidocaine begin to you know make the roach react inside her. Okay. And then he pulled her out, and he pulled it out after a couple mm-hmm. minutes after it died, and it was fine, and he got three pieces of the insect, and there were no other body parts, so he was happy to go. But then nine days later, Uh, at a routine appointment, uh, her regular doc looks in and says, hey, what the heck is going on
1: inside this ear? Oh, my.
5: There's more stuff. So
1: did it hatch or did it lay eggs? No, it was another one deep down. So there were two, two cockroaches there. climbed into her ear,
5: and uh, oh my gosh, good golly! She said, uh, "She entire after mm. they pulled everything out and mm. got it out of there." She says, "I'm sorry, those are going to have nightmares now." But, you know, I got to tell you, I've actually had a cockroach crawl over me, mm-hmm. and that's kind of bad enough. Oh yeah, and I've lived in Florida. Florida, For you sure. know, you have the cockroaches and the you know the the. They're big and nasty and squishy, and the palmetto bugs that fly and everything, you know. But uh-huh. uh, you know, we you pretty much just keep them at bay. That's why you have bug spray around in Florida. I mean, uh-huh. you never really get rid of them in Florida. You just well keep them a, at bay, even in in
1: Texas as well. It's a it's an ongoing effort uh,
5: for you ants and everything. Come spiders, out on a regular yes. basis
1: and kill them. I mean, you just keep them at bay and over and over.
5: And uh, but I remember being in South Carolina. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina, as a matter of fact, and sleeping uh-huh. in one of their hotels and uh, being w- in the middle of the night, have feeling this cockroach run over me.
1: That's nasty.
5: And I mean, you want to talk about being awake? hmm In the middle of... You are then awake, my friend. Instantly. Instantly. Yeah. I mean, I moved chairs. <laughs> I moved dining edge tables, yeah. mm-hmm. light stand tables until I found that son of a gun. Mm-hmm. And I will say that we did have I did have a brief funeral for him. Uh huh. It was my size thirteen Nike right on his head. <laughs> That's a touching moving <laughs> story. I thought so. That's a touch- I thought, well, you know, it's, you want to you want to care for animals. Yeah.
1: I've told the cockroach story many times about when we first moved to Houston, and uh, I, I did mornings there. So I went to bed earlier than the rest sure. of the family, and at like eleven thirty at night, I hear these blood curdling screams <laughs> from downstairs <laughs> in our kitchen. And I jump out of bed, run down the stairs. My wife and, my, and two of my daughters are standing on the kitchen table, looking down, pointing mm. at this cockroach. <laughs> yeah. It was the size, size of a, of a Buick. It was <laughs> the size of a freaking oh, Buick. Wow. And because we homeschooled, there was dictionaries laying all over the place. I took a, a Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. You know how thick they are? Yeah. A foot and a half thick. And threw it down on that cockroach. <laughs> and it half. laughed. It's It started bench pressing the dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, absolutely.
1: Try again, human.
2: I dropped a full box absolutely. of printer paper on a cockroach multiple times in Charleston, South Carolina.
1: They survive everything.
2: It, yeah, until I jumped on top of the printer yeah. paper box. I kept having to move it because yeah. he kept crawling out. Because those I've, are the ones that survived, though, right?
5: Because when, when you first mm-hmm. move into a house that hasn't been lived in in a while, uh, you know, you got to do some serious bug Debugging. Yeah, you do. I mean, you come in there at night, you know, in some of the cupboards. (laughs) Open a cupboard.
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's
5: a terrible sound. I sure is. (laughs) That's a terrible sound. Hey, I'll take something out of that top cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's (laughs) you're. It's like okay, we gotta get we gotta get some bug spray. (laughs) Triple eight nine hundred thirty three
1: ninety three. We'll finish up with Jeffy, and then uh, he'll finish up the show. Coming up here in a second. Memorial Day weekend and the 4th of July are both really fast approaching. Summer's here, and what better way to celebrate these great American holidays than to fly the stars and stripes outside your home or office? Uh, Let me tell you about a new sponsor to the show, CollinsFlags.com. Collins Flags, family-owned and operated since 2001. All of their American and military flags are made right here in the U.S., and they're of the highest quality. These aren't your ordinary grocery store or hardware store flags. These are the real deal. Uh, They're committed to offering the highest quality flags at wholesale pricing. There isn't... I don't think there's a single flag they don't have that you you could want. They've got state flags, American flags. They're awesome. You can get team flags. All orders are shipped within 24 hours, and shipping is free on orders over $75. Right now, they also have a special offer just for Blaze listeners only. If you use the promo code Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E, you'll receive an extra 15% discount. 15%. Promo code Blaze, get 15% off your order, and free shipping on orders over $75. CollinsFlags.com, C-O-L-L-I-N-S, Flags.com, or you could call them, too. Toll free, 800-950-4061.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is uh, Pat Gray unleashed. Something I wanted to mention before before I have to go to my uh, wonderful appointment today with mm. with no anesthesia. In and
5: out. It's just an in and out thing. Yeah, it's in and out. You zip in, you zip out. He really did tell my wife.
1: Uh, eh, it's no big deal. It's yeah. no big deal at all. <laughs> yeah, not nah. to you. You're not the one who's having something jammed inside of you where something doesn't belong <laughs> being jammed inside of you. But. Oh. Uh, the CIA nominee again, another troubled CIA director nomination. Is this three or is it four? Uh, Gina Haspel. The Democrats are all up in arms over enhanced uh, ter- interrogation techniques. I we've got to stop the nonsense that just waterboarding somebody is torture. It's not, to, to me, it's not. I'd it's agree. just not. I mean, is it pleasant? No. But being interrogated by anybody shouldn't be pleasant. Thank you. Right? Correct. Uh, And you don't actually drown. It doesn't cause any harm. You think you're drowning, but you're not. So let's get over it. It, But she's defending it by saying, or her allies are defending it, saying that she was just doing what she was told to do. Which is a dangerous thing to say because we don't accept that explanation. No, we don't. Let's say German soldiers, right? um so i don't know is there anybody the democrats are going to be okay with no nope. as far as cia director
2: do we have anybody in the cia There's who not... routinely gives bouquets to suspected terrorists <laughs>
5: that, that person be... they'd vote for i mean that they, might... we might we, we're never going to find somebody that they're going to be okay with with anything that trump puts right. up there. so it doesn't matter bouquets yeah. or no bouquets why did he give them black roses yep I mean, it's, it's agonizing. A, it, it is. Now, I know Chris came in here with his little Texas uh, Kentucky Derby story about this lady that turned $18 into a $1.2 million, uh, payday at the Kentucky Derby this weekend, and good for Sweet. her. Sweet. Good for her. What but did she I pick, find Five it, races? I find it fascinating, yeah. But I find it fascinating that in this story, it says, the woman who has chosen not to be identified. Probably smart a smart move. Definitely. But the headline is, a woman from Austin, and then there's a, pr- a picture of this lady at the park. Congratulations to our biggest winner, eighteen dollars for one point two Um, uh, uh,
1: You've just ruined her we, anonymity. We know there. who
5: she is. Uh,
2: so, <laughs> I mean, thanks
5: for not telling
1: us your name. Yeah, I,
2: I'm not pausing for a picture. Got <laughs> kind of it. Dumb. The IRS has the internet. Uh, I mean, seriously. yeah. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so she ended up picking the final five winners at Churchill Downs on Saturday. Justify. She already had uh, Funny Duck, I guess, and Yoshida. Who, and then there's apparently two others. But
5: uh, you know, I mean, good for her, right? Yeah,
1: that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Just I to mean, win $1.2 million? For- but to,
5: to bet on horse races like that, the Kentucky Derby, you have to go there. You can't bet on it here in Texas, which is kind of dumb. So not say that. You should be able to bet on the Kentucky Derby here in Texas. Huh, I might know somebody that did. We may differ on
1: uh uh gambling law ever so
5: slightly, but
1: um Really? Or completely.
5: I saw that you uh, left the room, Keith, <laughs> uh, there in a little bit. Did you bring back the leg of lamb?
2: Oh, I ate oh, yeah, it. It's uh, yeah, it's the leg it, of lamb roasted leg of I lamb. I ate it and then I came back in here. Did you need some? Well, that was the whole point. Wow. Oh I just wow. I was told to go get it. You didn't say bring it to you. Can I go in your place, Pat? I wish you could. Can I go with you, Pat? I wish you could. No moral support i'm asking, I'm, asking lobby, I'm gonna man.
5: go in your place
1: and have something jammed inside of you a, that that's d- the way i feel like it right now yeah, yeah all right
2: wait are you trying to <laughs> say you don't want to hang out with me for an hour
1: can i go in your place <laughs> That's all <I'm> asking. <laughs> all right jeffy's coming up in a few minutes later on this week to be specific friday mm. uh we're gonna do we haven't named it yet but we want to hear because our listeners are so smart and so funny and so talented mm-hmm. we want you to call in with your best talent whatever that is impressions you know we've had people try and in some some cases successfully pretty good. yeah pretty to, good to imitate celebrities or whatever politicians so you can call in with impressions uh play the guitar piano singing whatever right oh that'd be fun
2: so be a part of the program if you have talent Jeff you mm-hmm. can take the day off and uh, it'll be fun. We'll so am I going time. in
5: place of you? <laughs> that really? Yes. Yes. You can <laughs> go I don't in have to go in place of, of you before you leave. You uh-huh. just rammed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on
5: the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. 888 is the phone number. Pat is, uh, you know, off gallivanting around, spending a little <laughs> day off kind of shopping, doing whatever he does Play in the and afternoon. Without, Play a, and without a Without a show. Uh, you can use that phone number or you can, uh, you can tweet us. Uh, At Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at The Blaze Keith with uh, the hashtag Put That In Your Pipe. Uh, Good news coming from the NSA as they admit to collecting more than 534 million phone calls and text messages from Americans just last year. Now, according to them, uh, they didn't explain why the increase in the data collection was so large. Uh, We don't know why. Uh, We don't know. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, service providers like AT&T and Verizon are providing. Uh, they're giving us the data. And look, that includes records of phone calls received and made. But it doesn't include not the, act, the actual contents of what was said, silly. <laughs> you got nothing to worry about? I mean, don't worry about it. Stop thinking that we're, we're collecting stuff to get you we're not. Well, if you're not doing anything wrong, why would you care if they have your text, you your phone calls, huh? Thank you. So, I mean, that just proves that we're actually using uh, our cell phones and using the pr- services provided much more, right? Not only... Uh, oh, I mean, sure. I, no, I'm just saying that pr- the data collection is tripled, right? And it's tripled because people are using more data. Hmm. Um, and I, I think that... Uh, uh, I'm sure that the NSA has found ways to collect more uh, you know, more efficiently. Obviously, they claim that you know, <laughs> stop you you know how the telecommunications industry creates records and duplicate records, and uh, that's why it's so much. It's just so much of it is duplicate stuff and triplicate stuff. and we don't even we don't even save the stuff of the actual contents. <laughs> now, they're analyzing your
2: phone oh, calls but not those of actual so terrorists. stupid. That's what's happening.
5: Right. It just it, it amazes me that we're supposed to believe that. Whoa, it's not the actual contents of what was said. Uh no. Uh Amazon and Google are doing that. Uh, just they're 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 taking what you say in the house and doing that for you. And I'm okay with it. Sadly. I mean, I know I'm not supposed to be, but look, we've given over. I've given up. I've given up already. Right, so it doesn't matter. I've got we've got uh Uh, We're already doing – jobs are already being replaced by robots, clearly. Now, while this headline is a little misleading, um, five robots have replaced seven employees at a Swiss bank in order to speed up workflow, it is a little misleading because the bank says, no, the robots did not replace existing jobs. They just brought in these robots to do the work instead of humans. But they were able to do the same work as a human employee, but they could work 24-7 without a break. You tried doing that. I know. Can I try? Now, last year, a report found that as many as 800 million workers could be replaced by machines in just 13 years. How many people are on the planet? A little more than 800 million. Let's see here. I mean we're yeah. up to
2: yeah so seven point four billion billion, and this is eight hundred million, yeah. so I mean that's still a large percentage sure like one out of what every i mean it's public school math here one sixteenth I don't know,
3: uh, yeah,
2: about one tenth or uh, so yeah, about a little bit over one tenth right, so about one ninth of the world's population could be out of a job in thirteen years
3: or
5: so okay. now it uh look uh we've seen this uh Technically feasible. Now we're exploring whether other applications are worthwhile. Uh, you know, we've we've seen that the robot took the data from the field of the Excel file, transferred to the corresponding field sure. in the system of the bank. Uh, it happened the same way as if it was done manually by an employee, except it did it twenty four seven. Didn't take a lunch break. (laughs) Didn't take a bathroom break. (laughs) Hang on a second. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Can I (laughs) take a smoke break?
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it was just like a human. (laughs) Seriously, though, I just I I rework some math here. Think about this. Take half the population isn't of working age, whether they're retired or they're too young. That's like one out of every four jobs within 13 years gone from robots.
5: Oh. Within 13 years. And they're actually, if you, uh, as I as I go on, yeah. you, may want to, you may be ready to do some more math. Oh, oh, people oh. Are gonna be open the calculator work. here. Okay. Because uh, I know that the managers at the bank are saying that the robots are causing some employees to worry about their jobs. I don't know why. Hmm. I mean, the manager says, look, we've always compensated efficiency gains through natural fluctuation. And because we paid close attention to enabling our employees to develop new technologies, the acceptance is high. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I almost buy that. Thank you. Uh, The managing director of the Nuremberg-based IT consultant, Robio. Uh Uh-oh. No, what? I just, I'm sure that anything based out of Nuremberg is fine. Uh, Said the question of automation (laughs) is currently a huge topic in financial services. Yeah, I bet it is. Uh, Automation is, I'm sure, top, top conversation at Financial Services and other services around the globe. His company is working with banks, uh, insurers, and leasing companies who want to save time and money. I'm sure there aren't very many of those uh, companies that want to save time and money. (laughs) Oh, that's what companies do. Uh. They carried out a survey of 285 professionals from retail banks in eight countries. 94% of participants said artificial intelligence directly added value to their company. A report from November last year found hundreds of million jobs in a variety of sectors are already at risk. Jobs most likely to be taken, fast food workers, machine operators. But gardeners, plumbers, childcare workers at least likely to be replaced by bots. Become a plumber, man. I'm telling you, you might have to have your arm... Buried in a toilet one day, but it'd be worth having the gig, right?
2: They'd pay well, right? I
5: know. Um, look, jobs lost, jobs gained is the report. And workforce transitions in a time of automation was created by management consultancy firm McKinsey. It assesses the number and type of jobs that could be lost to automation over the next 13 years. Not 30. 13 years. Oof. Our key finding is that while there may be enough work to maintain full employment to 2030 under most scenarios, the transitions will be very challenging, matching or even exceeding the scale of shifts out of agriculture and manufacturing we have seen in the past. The report suggests that in about 60% of jobs, at least one-third of activities could be automated. We estimate that between 400 million and 800 million individuals could be displaced by automation and need to find new jobs by 2030 around the world. Okay. Um, and while the report suggests that new jobs will be available, <laughs> uh, you're probably going to have to get some new skills to get them. <laughs> you're just going to be able to get fired from putting a bolt on the side of a tire at the, at the shop and go wow. get that new job. Farmers currently harvest fields all at once in a practice known as slaughter harvesting. (laughs) This method leads up to 60% of crop being wasted because it's either wonky or inedible. Engineers are working on machines that can uh, plant seeds, weed, water, spray without the farmer. The robots can be programmed to only pick crops where they are perfectly ripe. Developer of the Veg Pickers, Professor Simon Blackmore said, "Listen, I'm trying to develop a completely new agricultural mechanism system based on the small part, small most smart machines. Huh. We're developing laser weeding, droplet applications where only 100 percent of the chemical goes onto the target leaf. Selective harvesting where you can grade the product at the point of harvest. So there's nothing to worry about. Even the guys that have to go and pick vegetables will still have a. Ge- oh wait, no, they won't." Mm. No, they won't because the robot will be doing that, too.
2: So if there aren't jobs in place, does that mean that less people immigrate here illegally? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Just saying.
2: I mean, there might be a,
5: might be a benefit. Well, I guess this. the answer to that probably would be yes. Mm-hmm. But it would also depend on where jobs haven't developed yet, right? So if a company is is progressing into this world then people are gonna come to other countries where they're not developed yet, right? So they can still work as humans. So Uh you either to avoid that, you're gonna wanna be either first in line with development so that if you're last in line, people are still are gonna you're gonna end up with you, right? They're they're gonna go there because that's where the last place the work is. So
2: illegal immigration will be a problem for third world countries. Got it.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. I don't know. Look, the only way around it, and I know Glenn is big against it, but it's going to have to be a basic. There's going to have to be a minimum for everybody. Going to have to be. Okay. There's no way around it. You're you're not going to have if you have people without jobs and no way of getting jobs uh, other than maybe a part-time job. um, I don't know dusting the robot once a week. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what that job would be. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah, make just, sure they're
2: charged up, you, right? You know,
5: uh, you're going. You're going to uh, uh, replace and lubricate the robot. School,
2: honestly. So, a, a new I'm job not, may be robot maintenance.
5: Yeah, well, it most definitely will be. You know? But you're still going to have to know the product yep. before you can do maintenance on mm-hmm. it. Um, which you know will be another way government will be able to <laughs> create new licenses get some more money from you so don't you worry about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah they'll be fine but there's going to have to be a way that people are going to have to survive right so there's if we could get rid of it, i know we've talked about it before and i wish i would uh i'd like to actually talk to somebody a, a little bit about it because we need to figure out how we tell america look there's not going to be any more food stamps. There's not going to be any more welfare. There's not going to be any more WIC checks. There's not going to be any of this. But everybody that doesn't have a job, that's an adult, gets so much a month, period. Uh, and then if you get a job, you still get the check because the job will implement you know taxes going back into the government. But if you don't work, that's what you live on. We live on that. And that's it. That's what we're giving you. Have a nice day. I mean, I, I don't know anywhere else around it. It's not going to be pretty. It might not be pretty either way. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be pretty. The future sounds great. Way. It, it sounds sure great. Does. I'm so excited for it, and it's it going to sure be great. I know. And it's going to be awesome and great. I know. I'm looking. I'm. I'm looking for. And I don't, what do you teach your kids? What do you teach your kids? Do I? I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I don't no um you, you you teach them you know to be entertainers okay i mean maybe maybe that works out um and then do you teach people to be entertainers rarely
3: hmm.
5: um so if you teach them what to be able to shine and uh, you know lube up the robot and dust it off once a week is that going to be a viable job in 20 years? I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe in 13, maybe in the next between the the next zero and the next 20 years it will be, but after that probably not because uh, the robots will be able to take care of themselves. They won't need humans. Oh my gosh. Wait. So what happens to the humans then when the robots don't need humans? Skynet happens. Death. I think we saw in the documentary, iRobot, what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not pretty. I it's also not
2: saw, pretty at all. I saw a, a documentary known as uh,
5: The Terminator.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. And I was speaking to no, Pat was talking about, uh, what's his face? Jim Baker mm-hmm. uh, calling his... <laughs> A bucket of pizza. Do we yeah. have that video? Actually, I'd like to see it again. Oh, let's see this. I'd like to see the televangelist Jim Baker suggest that uh, if you want to survive the end days, the best thing you can do is buy one of his cabins. Because one thing I will say about Jim Baker, he's a good salesman. And I like him. And why not? Let's let's see if Jim can talk me into buying one of his cabins. There's yeah. nowhere on earth you could What's live
7: it? with more of God's generals here. We're We're, we're outside of... Branson, Missouri, is where we, yeah, Our address is Branson, but we're outside of, a little bit. We're on the other side of the lake. Of Branson. You know this, uh, the Ozark uh, Lake. Branson is has the number one Christian theater in the world. You're talking about sight, sight and, and sound, sound, which don't yeah, sound. There sight, right? sight and sound, sight, sight sound, and right. sound. Uh, I tell you what. You all are going to know soon so why God brought us here. Yeah.
5: Why God brought us here? Define, Do you
7: know? Define soon. The people soon. from the I government, from soon. the, just, the NASA, doubt.
5: over there. The
7: research from so many of them
5: mm-hmm. from NASA. So many. They
7: have said in their research,
5: okay.
7: the safest place to live in troubled times is right here. Is right here. <laughs> I love him. That's why God brought us here.
5: Thank you. I love him. I love him. He's 100% right. Love Jim Baker. How could he be wrong? Mm. How could he be wrong?
2: I mean, it's not like he's ever been wrong about anything like, in the see, past. Oh,
5: you know, he had a little little problem with this mm. and that.
2: You want to you wanna
5: help me out with yeah, this no, and that? We a we... problem with this and that. You know, a lot of women used to come on to Jim all the time. And he struggled with saying no.
3: Huh?
5: It's a difficult. Uh, it's difficult to say no. <clears throat> Is it? I mean, you know that as well as I do, Keith. Mm. So many of those. No. I mean, they just keep coming, and you're like, "No," and then you can't say no anymore. You just too like, many, too many no's.
2: Like, just give us a ballpark. How many say- times <laughs> you've had to say no to a woman? Just
5: how many? I mean, I can't even. Right now, I can't even. Count? I can't even recall. The, Can you count to eighteen? Because I'm sure it's probably less than that. I Can't even that. recall the no. hmm? the amount, but it's there. It's there, right there. I will say that uh, in the documentary Deep Impact, okay. uh, where they take all the uh, sm- the smartest people in the world and the uh, the the rich people and all the animals was in the soft limestone of Missouri, the giant caves that they had built. So maybe Jim is uh, referring to that. Maybe he's he's knowing because those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, those people from NASA, and NASA, all those people from NASA. Okay, uh, a lot of many of them, and a lot of their reports uh-huh. say that the safest place to be is when the world is struggling is right here, right here.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. (laughs) Pat Gray returns... On the Blaze Radio Network.
5: 888 is the phone number. You can uh, use uh, Twitter to uh, communicate with us. And you know what? You might even, if you use Twitter, you might even uh, find a way that Keith Malinak, would actually Hold read on, you your Twitter. You, okay? you got audio.
3: Coming I know,
2: I'm still talking, shutting it off. I'm just trying to help you out there before anything goes I, over the air that you, know, you may regret. That's when you
5: see me shutting it off while I was talking.
2: I didn't see that you were doing that. I'm just looking out for you because I know what kind of tabs you got open over there.
5: <clears throat> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You have no idea what tabs I have open. Take a shot. Don't want to. Take a shot. Don't need to. Take a shot what I have open. Nah. I have, oh, I'll I'll tell you the new Fear podcast is up.
2: Oh, yeah. Where where can people go to hear
5: that? You can, uh, it's not, I don't believe it's up on the Blaze page yet, my Blaze channel. So you're going to have to go to SoundCloud, Google Play Music, iTunes, Stitcher, download, uh, download the app, or you can just follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. I've already sent the link out for the new uh, Talking Fear with uh, Jason Butchel, Brad Staggs, and Maximus Fisher as we recap the week.
2: As soon as today's program is over here and about... uh 36 minutes. Encourage you to check that out.
5: I right, would go there now.
2: No. <laughs> no. Yes, go Just wait now. 36 All minutes. Right. I
5: have, a, I have uh, the Iowa governor signing the strictest abortion law yeah. in the nation. No abortions after six weeks. Good for her. Good for Iowa. At least we have, I mean, I, I'd like to, uh, I, you know, I, I'd like it to be uh, maybe, I don't know, zero. But I guess it's a start. You know, it's a, definitely a good start. You're never going to get zero, I don't think. You're never going to get uh, at the first signs of pregnancy. Uh, that's when you know that you have a child inside you. I mean, that's their whole, that's the, that's the argument. Uh, that would be my argument. When, when 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 is it a baby? When the female first realizes that she's pregnant, that's when it's a baby. Before that, it's not possible that it could be let's say you don't know you're pregnant and you go to the doctor and the doctor says hey you're pregnant guess what that's when it's a baby it's pretty simple <laughs> it couldn't be something else before that pretty simple no no it couldn't be doc I don't know what's wrong with me I'm not feeling well oh well let's check it out is that a piece of broccoli maybe you've got stuck in your stomach is that a Volkswagen in the is that a is that a John Deere nope it's a baby. Or if the female says, oh, you know, I've been through, I've had several kids, and I know the feeling I get uh, when I get pregnant, and this is the feeling, that's when it's a baby. Right there, you don't need any more, any more, any more, any more proof than that. You're good. Hmm. That's when it's a baby. I mean, I'd kind of like that to be the law, but it, you never will be. So, good for Iowa governors make it in six weeks, and let's hope that we can... Dwindle that down some across the country. Be great. I know that uh, they had the big party uh, last week or so, getting rid of uh, uh, Cecile. Uh, what's her face Richards. from uh, Cecile Richards from Planned Parenthood? Lovely. Name. She, uh, you know, she ran the she ran that thing great. I will give her that. She is. Uh, she did not mind being evil at all. She did not mind playing evil. She did not mind walking with evil. She did not mind being evil at all.
2: What an interesting job and be able to sleep at night. I
5: know. <laughs> that is for sure. And you didn't, uh, you know, I, I don't know if she got any sleep the past 10 or 12 years or however long it's been since she's been the head of Planned Parenthood. I don't know if she has. Um, and I don't know that after you spend that amount of time with Planned Parenthood, if you haven't gotten any sleep during that amount of time, I don't know that you ever get it back. Uh, good luck. Good luck getting it back, but I'd be, it's going to be fascinating to see what the new if the new boss can hold on to the reins uh, as well as Cecile did because I bet you they don't. They're already starting to slip a little, and I bet you no way. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if in two years, maybe three, but two, she comes back. Mm. They bring her back because uh, when you have already when you've had the devil leading you. And then the devil says, "Oh, you got it. I'm going to go sit back here and burn in my chair for a while." Hmm. Uh, and then the person who's sitting in for the devil doesn't do a good job. I mean, you're going to make the devil mad, and then the devil's going to come back and have to take over himself. And that's what's going to happen. I don't know that she gets it back. You know, she may step back in, but uh, what's lost take a long time for it to get back. But good luck, and I know they had the big party for it. it. Was such a such a nice party. Everybody had a great time in New York, and they were all glad and slapping each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so good. Oh, Cecile, good to see you again. I I murdered seven babies in my life, and you guys did me great. <laughs> oh, I couldn't I couldn't be with uh, with a child and try to have a career. Uh, nobody ever does that. <laughs> There's not a mother on the planet that has. That has children and actually has a career and succeeds. Nobody's ever done that, ever. You know, except that there are one, people that, that do that. Yeah, there are people that do that. You know, like uh, someone comes to mind, I don't know, uh, Dana Lash, uh, pops into my mind, uh, who took been taking a huge beating. Uh, man, she is just gets hammered. And the good thing about Dana is that uh, she knows how to take a punch and give a punch. And uh, she fights back. And uh, she usually wins. Pretty fascinating. And she won this weekend big time. I'll tell you about that. And we'll, I've got to see the video of the NRA with uh, Alyssa Milano again, too. I've, I'm going to ask you to move. I'm going to ask you to move. Um, no. No. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to stop walking toward me. How about that? Where do we start? We'll begin.
0: Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. unleashed
5: Welcome to it 8889003393 is the phone number you can uh, tweet uh, with the hashtag put that in your pipe to uh, pat unleashed at uh, jeffy mra and at the blaze keith so the big nra uh, convention was this weekend and all weekend dana was posting pictures of uh, some of the big names that were uh, you know Perusing the corridors of K. Bailey Hutchinson Center in Dallas, and she was, uh, you know, she spoke there, and she was uh, tweeting pictures, and she was busy, uh, you know, asking people for interviews, and in particular, Alyssa Milano, who uh, had the uh, had her little uh, little speech set up, uh, her little speech rally out in the park uh, outside of uh, K. Bailey in Dallas, and uh, apparently, uh, Alyssa and her bodyguards. Believe that once, when you get the permit to speak at the park, now that also means that you own the park, because <laughs> uh, uh, that's not the way it works, uh, not here. But uh, the bodyguard, uh, one of them for Alyssa, um, believed that that was the case, and uh, man, I wish. I mean, this this guy was fine, and it was. Was filmed great. He was with Ben Howe, and they were filming out there. And uh, I know, uh, I, I know, Dana's got the you know the full, the full video probably coming up on her show on NRA TV. And good for her, I get it. But it's, this whole thing was agonizing. I'm gonna ask you to move. Uh, go ahead and ask, but I'm not moving. Okay, I'm here to see Alyssa, and uh, it's a public park. I'm ask you to move this. Please show the video again so I can. We
8: must prevent
7: civilians
8: from deploying
5: weapons of war. You cannot set guns wrong hands. i you that. That's Because you got go. a gun. Okay. I'm ask you to leave. Okay. i Hey, you already told him this. i not Moving You already told him that. He's
8: going
6: back. Hey, I'm ask how far do
3: I have to go before I need you on the
6: sidewalk? Sidewalk. sidewalk. Yes, sir. Yeah, no. Hypocrite, yeah. Alyssa, you're a hypocrite. But you, you are armed. You have armed <laughs> security you here. Arm arm. Alyssa, here comes Alyssa. You have Alyssa. armed security here.
5: here. There, there, another bodyguard walking her out. She's coming up behind, and then the second video of where she questions and they talk to her, and it goes on and on where they. She. Uh, uh, it's so funny. The guy is talking to her, and she is so condescending. And then she talks to the guy. And as the guy's asking her another question, she turns and starts talking to his kid. Oh, I'm just talking to your kid. Why? I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to your kid. Please Don't interrupt me talking to your kid. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That's why she needs bodyguards. And uh, I just wish the bodyguards... I spoke to a, a person who is a uh, was once a professional bodyguard uh, today. And uh, he said that that is a huge mistake for the bodyguards not to know the law, because um, the law, when you when you, uh, I don't know, bodyguard a human, you should be aware of the laws of the land around the human you're protecting, and so if
2: so, we're if, going with Alyssa as a human.
5: <clears throat> yeah, we'll go there. Okay, I like Alyssa. I used to. I used to like her then she, you know, she went way off the deep end. And her her whole, remember the the crying video on the election night or whatever with her crying and hubby was already gone to bed and the, her friend neighbor was over oh, yeah. and they were in pajamas <laughs> and they were crying on her little live Periscope feed or whatever? Just agonizing. agon. I can't believe, although I guess I should be, believe it, but... Um, Her Project Runway contract, you know, I think she's still working for Project Runway as far as uh, uh, she does all star runway, I think. And uh, I'm surprised they let her get away with a lot of that. But they're a pretty liberal show as it is, so they probably love it. That's that's a that's a that dynasty there of Project Runway. Mm. I mean, I love it, but they they definitely are pretty, pretty left leaning show. They like to they like to keep everything.
2: Wait, a fashion slash artsy show is a left a leaning. I know,
5: and that's and some of us who who are fashion like me, who's known as fashion. Uh, it's a tough industry to break into uh, because of you know our beliefs and the way we are. But you know, I I I was okay. I just took a while for me to for me to break in. I got there though. I got there. All right, Jersey City, New Jersey. You ever been there? I have. It's a wonderful town. Isn't Man, it, now? Oh, do I love Jersey City, New Jersey. In fact, Jersey City, New Jersey, I'm pretty sure that's... Uh, in New Jersey? Pretty sure that's where the Walmart was that I used to shop at there <laughs> in, in, when I lived in uh, Weehawken. Uh-huh. I think it was the Jersey City Walmart, if you... Because the way, the way that's set up there along, when you go to Weehawken and Hoboken and stuff, and then if you if you take that little interstate shoot back, I think that's Jersey City. I think, I think that's, it. that's where that Walmart was. And it's fine Walmart. Fine upstanding Walmart.
2: I don't believe I've ever said that in front of the word Walmart, but go ahead. Fine Walmart there.
5: Mm-hmm. I like Walmart.
2: I do too, but I would never question like it as...
5: I like the newer edition Walmarts. Remember the, remember the older, when Walmart first opened? When they, when they, the aisles were so close together Mm -hmm. and it was just, I mean, it was really difficult to move around in there because they had just so much stuff and it was just actually, I worked for Nabisco at the time that was some of the, before they moved into the newer Walmarts and you had to build, you had not a lot of room to build the Nabisco displays up there at Walmart. Do You want to talk about any more of your Nabisco experience <laughs> that you've shared with me in the past?
2: Uh, that's a good gig. I
5: yeah. I like Nabisco. It's um, a good gig. Boy, I mean,
2: it's just a shame when they had damaged goods, right?
5: <laughs> what are you going to do? Leave the damaged goods on the shelf? No. Where, where would they end up? Do you want Do you want people who are out shopping with their families who say, "Oh, look at these Oreos are broken open." You don't want that. No. Oh, look. These chocolate chip cookies, are broken open. We don't want that for families to see that. Then they don't buy the product. You want those packages neat and stacked properly on the shelves. So if there's broken products, you want to get them off the shelf immediately.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a Jeffy scam that doesn't end up in Jeffy's wallet. That's a Jeffy scam that ends up in Jeffy's belly.
5: Not all of them, but a lot of them. (sighs) You never can tell. Some of them melt in the trunk that you don't get to in time. Anyway, in Jersey City, New Jersey, nothing. (laughs) Right. Good point. Uh, They have a a statue. You know, I'm I'm getting really tired of the statue battles going on around this country. And we've had a few here in this neck of the woods, and they've been going on all over the country. And now they have a statue in uh, Jersey City, New Jersey honoring the victims of the 1940 Soviet massacre of the Poles. And now they want to take that down because it's the a good, city's a white guy. mayor is calling that man an anti-Semite with no moral authority. Uh, the memorial ca- commemorates the K-A-T-Y-N massacre of tens of thousands of Polish officers who, shot, who were shot to the back of the head. The bronze statue depicts the Polish soldier gagged, bound, impaled in the back with a bayonet. It stands on a granite base containing soil from the forest where many victims were buried in the western edge of Russia. Created by the, Amer- the Polish American sculptor. And now it's, oh no. We, phew, man, we need to move it. Uh, it's a memorial. It's- and so they're planning a renovation and the statue is gruesome. And it's just, we got to, we can't have that around anymore. Maybe we can find a new place for it. Maybe not. Maybe we can just put it in a corner or something and forget about it. It's absolutely agonizing that we can't have a statue anymore commemorating anything. Commemorating anything. It really is frustrating. It really is very frustrating. Now, you said you had a picture of this guy, and I don't know that I could do this. Uh, the North Carolina man <laughs> who drove about 40 miles from Weaverville to Waynesville, North Carolina. You ever been to, I've been to Waynesville, North Carolina, actually. how oh, is it? I like Waynesville. What about, what, what do you like the most North about Carolina. it? I like Waynesville because I was staying in another city at the time I was in Waynesville. Okay. That's what made Waynesville the best. No, actually, that's... Uh, I, uh, the one radio station that was in Waynesville is, uh, I think it was Waynesville that was up on the second floor in right in downtown. It was a cool little old radio station that, uh, I was thinking about working for and Waynesville, North Carolina. That's a, that's a job to have.
2: You were thinking about working I was thinking for about working there. Yeah. So
5: there was a time
2: that you could have said no to a gig, but you, you made the decision to not, yeah, something, like hmm. something like that. Something like that. Before or after
5: Nabisco? Yeah, something like that. It was in that was in that that window of time. Huh. Anyway. So uh Wallace Leatherwood's friends are all a buzz because uh he bought eighteen thousand bees from wild mountain bees in Weaverville. And I mean, why else would you go to Wild Mountain Bees in Weaverville unless you were gonna buy bees? And he bought eighteen thousand of them. I put them in the back of the truck, and I went to look look at a job. And he builds uh, he builds retaining walls uh, for his full time job. And uh, he went to Moe's original barbecue, talked to them about a job. And before going into the restaurant, he moved the three boxes of bees from the bed to, to the cab of the truck. No wait, what? And look, I, they didn't have a shady place to sit in, and I wanted to wanted to make sure they were okay. When I came out, one of the boxes was black with bees, and there were bees everywhere. I thought, well, I don't know what to do. Look at that. So I... Uh, Look at the inside of that truck. That I don't know what TV to out. do, but uh, I didn't want to lose my bees. That was 165 bucks a box. Oh, wow. So Same I tomorrow. did what any logical person would do with, <laughs> uh, with 3,000 bees flying around inside his truck. hmm Oh, well, I'm going to... What? I'm to get in and, okay. and drive it down the road. And I'm going to go mess with my son over there Ken Wilson Ford. <laughs> They're a bunch of scaredy cats. <laughs> so uh, I pulled in uh, over there Ken Wilson Ford. And I knew he was crazy, but I didn't know how crazy he was until I walked out. Mm. Ah! There were bees just everywhere. <laughs> He's
2: driving down the road with bees flying throughout the cab of his truck. That's smart.
5: That's and, then he, and then he took them back home. He took them back. And look, uh, they were cool with, with me. I was cool with them. I didn't get stung once. Wow. <laughs> okay, because bees sense bees sense fear. Do they really? Uh,
2: that's a sci- that's a scientific that's a scientific. Fact. So if I Google right fear. now,
5: bees sense bees sense fear. Sense fear I'm going to get some
2: sort of scientific study.
5: Absolutely, you will. Bees sense fear, and they also said so. Like when they they get scared, mm. and they sting. One sting, and then the the pheromones shoot off, and the other bees go, "Oh, somebody's in trouble! We got a sting!" And then they go crazy.
2: So, have you been stung by bees in the past? Because I I found an answer on here.
5: All right, well, what's it say? But I want to know
2: your what's experience. I want to know your experience with bees.
5: I used to catch them. Would they sting you? I uh, you I never. I think I maybe been stung once in my life. Maybe. Oh wow! Not okay. very many.
2: So there was a time in your life when you practiced good hygiene because they can't smell fear, but they can smell food sources and
5: odors. And <laughs> hey, uh, they smell fear. They no, that's they, wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, no, that's wrong. Google they doesn't know what the hell they're talking. They definitely about.
2: smell odors. Apparently, don't
5: you, don't try to tell me that Google knows what they're talking about over me. I I won't hear of it. I won't hear of it.
0: But it, Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns.
5: Mm-hmm. Like the third caller, you can rip me off for somebody's shake and a, Okay, and a fry and a, and a free lube. Am I good? Somebody's S- free, auto shop. Wait, now I'm listening.
2: <laughs> so hold on. Um I, I just tweeted out and uh at the Blaze Keith and uh, at Pat Unleash, we've we've tweeted out um what's in front of you right now, which are which are amazing facts about Bees. Well,
5: first of all, it's astonishing facts, not amazing. Okay. That's my bad. Totally. And uh, some of them, uh, you can see. The, uh, okay. Number, uh, we'll start at, you want to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Uh, let's, let's start at 10 and work your way up. All right. Number <laughs> that's, 10. That's obvious right there. Bees are better at math than you are. Everyone's better at math so? than you <laughs> So, <laughs> big deal. Mm-hmm. Bees can relate. Really, number nine. Bees can relieve symptoms of arthritis and multiple sclerosis, detect cancer, and kill HIV. Ow. I'm going to go to bees can. Wait, I'll tell you where I'm going to go is. Is I'm on my way to. Weaverville, Wayne. Weaverville, North Carolina. Pick me up some bees. Yeah. So
2: it's not honey. It's talking about it's bees. Yeah. Can relieve. Really, okay.
5: Ow. And you know there's a bee shortage Ow. going on in America right Doesn't now, work. and around the world. So this is why I said when we first went into Afghanistan, if they would have followed the Jeff Fisher plan, we would not have a bee shortage right now. I knew that going into Afghanistan. Afghanistan is you know known for nation killing. Countries have gone into that country forever, and they do not come out ahead. Mm-hmm. Anytime you go into Afghanistan, what we should have done. We went in there, and a lot of the farmers uh, are, uh, you know, grow poppies mm-hmm. and sell sell poppies to the drug dealers and the drug lords for heroin around the world. And so uh, there's several different scales. I mean, you have the farmers, and you have the local drug lords, and the the national drug lords, and then the international drug lords, and they're all getting their cut. When we went in there first, we should have started bee colonies in the caves of Afghanistan. And with those bee colonies, we would have created a new product for the farmers to harvest in honey and/ or bees, and we would not have had uh, we would have at least put a slight curb in the drug industry around the world. That's just me. just my little idea. Okay. Coming in at number eight. And the well, it says 10 truly astonishing facts about bees, but there's actually 11. Not amazing. Uh, number astonishing. Eight. Astonishing, got correct. It, got it. Drop for drop. Bee toxin is more deadly than rattlesnake venom. Wow. <laughs> drop for drop. Huh. Yeah, that's why you don't want to get a bunch of them when yeah. you really when they start you know, when you start going down with a Danging swarm up on of you. Them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> number 7. Not good. Bees can clone themselves. Now wait a nice. minute. Nice. What does that mean? That's like a what do you mean? They can clone themselves?
2: Like, how? What? They step into a machine? What are we doing
5: here? No, they they land on a flower and they think really hard, and then another bee pops out of them. Really? Yeah. That's a fact. you never seen that happen in it life? I've not. I need you to pay closer attention. Guards. I'm
2: usually running from them. I need to look.
5: Number six. <laughs> Number six. Male bees have half a set of chromosomes. Well, I mean, so what?
2: I mean, that's, uh, that's male dooms, humans right? have
5: half a set too. Sure. Any married male human has half a set too. Big deal. Careful, word, and where, do, thing, and where do bees? Where do bees owe their power to the queen? Of course, they only have half a set. That's common sense. Mm-hmm. Five bees communicate through smell. Told you, they smell you. I mean, sting you. they communicate. Yeah, and
2: then they say, "Go sting that one because he smells."
5: They still they they can sense fear. They communicate through. They might communicate through smell, but they sense fear.
2: Mm-hmm. Odors they like.
5: Number four, a lifespan of a bee, like that of a car, is determined not by age, but by distance. Um, mm. uh, cars are kind of determined both ways. So if you get, so if you're a lazy bee, you can become an old bee.
2: Yeah, you can be a rusty bee. I guess yes, is what they're saying. To, you know,
5: I don't want to fly around and collect pollen. I'm going to hang out here right here by the queen. She's already got half my set. I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to fly around. Number three, bees can think in six dimensions.
2: I don't understand. That's pretty that. fascinating. What does that mean That's they can have be, six thoughts at a time? That must time? be the,
5: just the way that uh, they see, right? No. The way that they I, didn't say I don't know. See in six
2: directions. It says think in six directions. I know, I know but if you're
5: if you're a bee and you've got uh, you're looking in six directions with your with your bee eyesight. I don't know if you you know, crawled inside a bee's head. Have not? But, How is it? Uh, you can see. It's a little frightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little frightening. <laughs> but uh, if I don't know, I'm just guessing. No, I Just think this means that the they're
2: they're they're thinking about the pollen that they're working on. They're thinking about the next flower and where they're going next. And they're thinking about, you know, who won the Kentucky Derby. And then that's three thoughts. They're working on smelling something Sm- for smelling, danger. Smelling, smelling danger. danger. They're thinking, uh, boy, that, that queen's looking hot today. Right. And that's five
5: dimensions. Like to give the half a set I've got back to the queen. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And then the, <laughs> then the sixth one is like, you know, uh, who won the baseball game?
2: So, yes, the six dimensions that yeah. they're thinking in, I guess. Yeah, of
5: course. And who put this nasty poison on the grass? I'm trying to get some stuff <laughs> out of it. I'll tell you that. It's ticking me <laughs> off. Right. Number two, bees communicate through movement. I mean, that's, you know.
2: A lot of animals, a lot of insects and, and, do that. And, you
5: know, uh, between the smell and the movement, that's how they sense fear. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, this number one that you're about to read, don't let Jim Baker's audience find out because the, right? his profits will go down big time. Number one, mm-hmm.
5: honey is the only food that never spoils.
2: Oh, so you don't need a pizza bucket. That. You could just have the honey that never spoils. Think
5: about that. And I, I love honey, too. And you know, one of the things that we used to we used to have honey at the house quite a bit. And then, you know, I've told you that my wife, uh, we're thinking about putting her in a uh, bubble. Oh, yeah. Like one yeah, of those yeah. uh, plastic uh, bubble balls so she doesn't have any contact with you and she no that's not why it was oh, because uh, of allergies oh i'm uh, sorry
2: yeah why that, would it i don't know just thinking here
5: and uh all of a sudden in the last couple of years she's become really allergic to the honey i mean we're you know but wait i was told really that, allergic to honey i
2: was told that having local honey builds up your immunity to the local pollens and stuff in
5: the air is that not accurate i don't it might be accurate if you're not allergic to the honey I mean, I, I don't know. I just know that, we, you know, it, and, and look, this, again, this is just something I'm just saying to you, Keith, because it's just between you and me here. Yeah,
2: sure. A private hesitating. conversation. It's possible Whisper that she could ear. be lying to me. So
5: why would she be lying it's to me? Po- well, because she didn't. she's probably tired of eating honey, sick of smelling in the house. And so I bought this new honey, and she's like, I'm allergic to it. Get it out of here. Okay. I can't breathe. I can't breathe the honey. And it's got to go. That's kind of weird. It's possible. Huh? It's possible that that could be. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what tonight, just to find out. Oh no, don't! I'm going to bring some honey home, and just leave it open on the counter.
2: That sounds like premeditated see something going on there.
5: See what happens, because I bet.
2: Well, at least you're just telling me, so.
5: Yeah, yeah. No, just
3: yeah, yeah. Stop it. A couple friends here air, hanging
5: out. Just that'd be silly to say it of the air. No, it would be stupid. Yeah. But uh, if I just take it home and I just set it on the counter and leave it open, we'll see if she can see if it affects her breathing at all tonight.
2: Uh, and if it crystallizes, yeah. you know, you could just warm it up. And then it's all good. You don't have to throw it away. Right. So it's always going to be there, dear. Right.
5: Now, if something. That's a good thing I'm not talking about this on the air. Because yeah. if something were to yeah, actually yeah. happen. Tell me. You know, where let's say she couldn't breathe.
2: Like a really bad reaction, right? Just cannot breathe. Yeah.
5: Then uh, somebody would have to explain where the honey came from. <laughs> and... Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I've, I don't know how many times I've told my father-in-law not to bring honey home.
2: I was about to say, a lot of people in your house that but, you could pin the blame I on could, if you need
5: to. I keep telling him, don't bring honey home. Don't bring honey home.
2: Are you up to two dozen people living I with mean, you right all now? Of sudden, all
5: at? of a sudden, he's bringing honey home. Uh-huh. He can't drive anymore. No, 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 it doesn't matter. He was bringing it home. He had it delivered from Amazon. And, uh,
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, and I love honey, so it's a shame to see that go. Hey, don't forget, good luck uh, to uh, Nestle's and Starbucks as uh, Nestle's i pay Starbucks $7.15 billion just to sell Starbucks products. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Nice. Starbucks, man. (laughs) I tell you. Good luck. Good luck. Congratulations. And Nestle's can't wait for the Starbucks chocolate.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.